Hello and welcome to the conversation. I'm Kyle Russell, and I'm Josh Wallen, and we're doing this episode live. A couple of days after the September 2023 Nintendo Direct, we are broadcasting this, streaming this episode on our Twitch channel at twitch.tv forward slash DKVine. It's the Sunday after Thursday's September Nintendo Direct. And, you know, we, we sometimes like to do these live episodes right after the Direct, but then we kicked it originally to Friday to accommodate both our schedules but also to allow people to call in, since we knew a lot of people were going to be wanting to phone in on this one. Not quite to the levels of, you know, the K rule getting into Super Smash Brothers Ultimate, but it'd be up there. So but within spitting distance. Well, surprisingly. So we, we opened up the hotline, uh, which, you know, you can always call into at 1-202-630-VINE, but then we also had to delay this episode a couple more days. So we're now doing this on Sunday instead of Friday, which allowed even more people to call in. And this isn't... Yeah, a- see, I'll, any, anyone can bring you the news um, as it happens, right? <laughs> but only a DK Vine can... Do we, we take the news and we, 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 let it, we, let, we let it regurgitate within our systems for a few days. I'm honestly glad we waited a little bit because it this if any direct needed perspective i feel like <laughs> it was this yin and yang nintendo direct and i'm not even talking about the direct itself i'm talking about the psychodrama as i've been calling it that occurred for the 6 days prior to the nintendo direct and because i want this episode to be an accurate snapshot of the time we were living in. Uh, I, <laughs> I will try to explain for future posterity why this was s- such such a taxing week for anybody running one of the largest Donkey Kong websites on the internets. Uh, so it, it would be one thing, Josh. By the way, Josh, thank you for doing this episode. You have kind of bookended the Nintendo portion of our summer reveal season. You you were there for the live June direct episode, which we did spur of the moment that day. And mm-hmm. here you are again at the end of Stinky Ape Summer. This is actually the penultimate episode in Stinky Ape Summer, but... Basically, the the last big news we're getting of Stinky Ape Summer, you're here as well. So thank you for agreeing to do this. I realize your own schedule with the Geek Critique is... Uh, Killing me? Yeah, <laughs> I, I was trying to think of a diplomatic way to put it, but you're doing your Metroid... Oh, no, no, I don't mind. I can say it. <laughs> you're doing your Metroid Dread video right now. Yes. And um, <laughs> then I just spring this on you because i was going to do a uh, conversation about this direct no matter what but it was just one of those things where you know the usual dk vine staffers were all kind of occupied and you know i'm a romantic sort of heart so i liked the poetry the symmetry (laughs) of having you on this one as well 
And luckily, you were kind of hoping I was going to ask you to be on it anyway. So it it, it did work out, but it's also just uh, coming at a time where you are overworked and stressed out as is. Yeah, I was. Me me and my wife were talking about the direct like right after it happened. And I was like, ooh, I can't wait to listen to the conversation about that one. And I was like, ooh, you know, maybe I'll be on the conversation about that one. I don't know. <laughs> ooh. <laughs> so so I, I get to find out along with everyone else what you thought of everything. So I will be checking in with the live stream here on Twitch because we are live streaming this episode. And hello, live stream people. Hello. We got some familiar faces in there. We've got uh, Crinkle Root and we've got Dre, our friend Dre, John Tessier, Bluster Kong 1996. We got Freezer in there. We have Chris. We have uh, Jem, Cameron, Deza Matt. Yeah, we, we, Remember, we, Chris, the coffee machine is behind the logo. <laughs> so he'll get that. I will. I will be checking in as we go along, but we got a lot to get to. This this is a, a jammed pack episode, and as I was alluding to, this was a weird, a weird Nintendo Direct, and it was specifically weird for Donkey Kong fans. Oh yeah. So. We're we're gonna be getting into some things on the on this episode, but it would be one thing, Josh, if we just had a September Nintendo Direct. I think everybody was anticipating it. It's kind of become the norm. So mm-hmm. you know, yeah, we're we're gonna get a Nintendo Direct at some point this month. That would be one thing. You know, they announced it twenty four hours beforehand. It doesn't matter what your plans were all bow to the mighty Nintendo, you know, up- uproot your <laughs> lives to, you know, sit around for 40 minutes and watch um, <laughs> stayed reveals and just really awkward introductions of some indie games. But unfortunately, in my opinion, unfortunately, we had a leak and it was a legitimate leak. Not Malik. But Malik. No, Malik was here last episode. Did a bang right, up job right, right. on that one. Uh, I, I would never say, unfortunately, we had Malik. That's always a good mm-hmm. thing. But yeah, we, we had a leak, and it was a legitimate leak. It was from a leaker. I don't feel like I need to need to plug them. I, I think anybody who's plugged in will already know who they are. If you're not, you can easily find out yourself using you know the the magic of the internet. But it's a le- legitimate leaker who revealed some things about the June Direct uh, ahead of time. And the problem with, with, with a leak of this sort is, uh, philosophically, I disagree with it. Um, like, if you're going to reveal something six days before, you know, the, the studio or the company is going to reveal it, you're doing so, one well, for one you know, thing breaking NDA, even if you're not under NDA, somebody's breaking NDA somewhere along the way. But, you know, I, I understand, you know, fight the power. I get it. I, I do. But <laughs> there are real people. I don't, I don't think learning about video game news uh, less than a week ahead of time is the correct implementation of fighting the power. I agree because there are real people who work on all of these games, real mm-hmm. souls with, you know, ability who who put a lot of sweat a lot of hours 
a lot of passion into these games. And when you leak something ahead of time, you're doing so stripped of the intended uh, context, right? Yeah. So that's one, that's one strike, in my opinion. Um, another is you are leaking something by egging people on and making them think it's something else entirely. And I've heard the rationale for why this leaker did so. It was to weed out the leakers who were piggybacking off their leaks. And believe me, I have been there. Like, I, I, we, we don't leak in the same sort of sense here at DKVI. We will report news when we get it, but usually it's, it's not like, uh, of this variety. It's, hey, this is what's been happening with Donkey Kong for the past decade. <laughs> we we've 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 got the story that you want other hear otherwise. Um, yeah, and, and- I, th- I think I, th- I do think it's a totally different thing when like you're either doing that you're talking very generally, or you're just discussing something that you know happened years ago or some sort of a canceled right. project that you become privy to because that's not like affecting anyone's livelihoods. That's not getting anybody's hopes up in like you know. A, a poor way and you know like i don't even know myself i wouldn't say that the leaker in question was intentionally trying to get anybody's hopes up i think they were just wanting to tease things that they knew about and then was kind of because uh, they they did actually correct themselves once once it became obvious to them that like people were getting the wrong idea so to speak about what this donkey kong news entailed because <laughs> they were like well it's it's not it's not what you think it is so I I don't think that they did this with any malice. I I agree. I agree. I I can be irritated by it, especially when Donkey Kong news is my livelihood. But of course, of course, <laughs> uh, because spe- then then all not all eyes, but okay, my DMs, my emails, my mentions on social media were just I I had to step away last weekend. I I. I well, I couldn't do it. Like it, I, I, I apologize to for for being one of those people to DM you. <laughs> like, of course, that's what's going to happen to you. It's, it's just going to be a. Have you right. seen this? Have you heard about this? Right. Oh yeah, yeah. Headlines. <laughs> uh, but that's an old. It's an old conversation. Bit ask ask your grandparents. But I think that um, for me, like we'll we'll get into the finer depths of this we'll get into the weeds but the turmoil that the donkey kong and even the broader dku community has felt since june's nintendo direct since the whole not e3 cycle in june and just Mm -hmm. how we're all feeling kind not all of us i'm not gonna speak for everybody but i know i you were here i was feeling (laughs) definitely deflated i was feeling kind of Mm -hmm. like Oh man, like I, I just don't know anymore. It just feels like even when I know intellectually good stuff is coming, it's just kind of hard to just keep up the brave face, keep up the, the happy vibes when you're feeling fatigued, when you're feeling tired. And I know everybody's feeling tired waiting for good, um, Donkey Kong news. Cause the Super Mario Brothers movie came out in April. That was kind of like a sugar high. You know, it wasn't mm-hmm. substantive nutrition for us. It felt good at the time, but we crashed and we crashed hard. And we, we, we need a good nutritional meal. And the only way we're going to get that is with a solid new DKU game. 
a mainline DKU game, be it a Donkey Kong, be it a Banjo-Kazooie, you know, e- even a ukulele w- would would suffice at this point. Um, now, it's not me, like, besmirching ukulele. I'm just saying, you know, Donkey Kong and Banjo-Kazooie have a far grander, longer historical lineage than ukulele. That wasn't me casting shade on, on ukulele. But anyway, you know, at, at the end of the day, what happened, what was announced, and even even beforehand, it was not a big deal. There was no reason for everybody to be wigging out. But it was still six days of strife because of the way it was presented to everyone. So, so yeah, perhaps we should get into how it was presented. Well, we, we have calls, Josh. We sure. already have calls. <laughs> okay, here's what happened. I said my DMs were full. I said, uh, you know, my, my email was full. Uh, the DK Vine hotline started blowing up. And I'm not going to play you the calls we got before the rug was pulled out from everybody about 12 hours after the fact. I will play you two calls. Just me too sad. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, we're we're not going to go down that timeline. That's just you know, I I I won't because because that's also that feels kind of mean, like taking people's sure. genuine enthusiasm from that little window of time and and kind of like it's not us making fun of it, but all the same, I'm I'm not going to do that. We did get calls after the revelation about the leak came to light, and this is from the same caller, and I thought. I, I should play these calls back to back just so you can get an idea of how people were feeling about m- mid morning Eastern time Saturday after uh, the Saturday before the direct after the leak came um, came to light the the truth behind the leak. So let's go ahead and play those calls back to back, Josh, and then we'll we'll right. give our thoughts on this before getting into the actual you know real Nintendo Direct itself. Hey, Hyle. Hey, Gus. This is Traveler of the Stars calling on a lovely Saturday afternoon or morning, I guess, when I'm calling this. Hope you guys are doing well. Um, today is, or right now, it's Hyle's favorite time of the year, favorite season, Nintendo Director Rumor season, and the rumors are in full force, and yada, 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 yada. Uh, <clears throat> I am just calling because the pendulum swung one way of happiness and now it's in the other way of not happiness. And I'm sure, you know, Kyle, who tries to be the steward of happiness, is probably really tired. I just wanted to call about, you know, in the event, even if it's not, you know, when an upcoming September Direct will be, the idea of Nintendo announcing a game that, you know, you didn't really want after a long wait. Now, I can directly 100% empathize with this as a Pikmin fan, or a Metroid fan, but I'm already a Pikmin. Pikmin 3 released on the Wii U in 2013, so actually before Tropical Freeze. In 2015, Miyamoto said that the next game was going to be it was close in, to completion. In 2017, I think, maybe, a Pikmin was announced, and boy, Pikmin fans did not like that. I was not a hater of a Pikmin, but that was not the mainline game that we were waiting for. And the whole Miyamoto interview thing is a whole detailed rabbit hole, but we fans are pretty sure he didn't mean, hey, Pikmin, it was developed by Nintendo, this, this and that, and the other. 
And, you know, Metroid fans uh, had a similar thing with Metroid Prime Federation Force. You know, we were waiting years for our Metroid game. The wait wasn't as long, I don't think, as Pikmin and Donkey Kong fans had, but Federation Force came out. And, boy, that game was not received very highly. But now that, you know, we have Red and Transforger announced and Samus Returns came out, you know, all this Metroid content, I feel like there are a lot of people, but some people have gone back and reevaluated uh, Federation 4. So now that Pikmin 4 has come out, the same has sort of begun to happen to Pikmin. So I guess I'd just ask, you know, Donkey Kong fans to not view any game that Nintendo announces. You know, it's, it's tone deaf for sure. I'm not disagreeing with that. But it's not a mark against Donkey Kong. It's not Nintendo being like, yeah, Donkey Kong fans. Let me kissing your cereal, Donkey Kong sucks, you know? He's just a Mario spin-off character, nothing else. Uh, he's going to be in Mario Party in 12, and Mario vs. Donkey Kong again, and uh, that call's coming to an end, so I'm going to call back really quickly. Hello, Traveler of the Stars again. So just picking up where I left off. You know, I'm not trying to tell Donkey Kong fans, obviously, if there's hypothetically a game like Mario vs. Donkey Kong announced, or just a Donkey Kong thing that they didn't want relating to the mainline game. This spinoff or whatever doesn't preclude a mainline DK game from being coming out. Donkey Kong's not dead, especially if there's all this stuff for Donkey Kong. And I know, I don't want to have DK line staff or Jeff Owen strangle life out of me, because I know he ain't brought up before the games. If you're all you care about is other games, then yeah, like nothing has really happened. And a theme park or Lego and the DK and the Mario movie isn't going to change anything. But, you know, and I know Donkey Kong is historically bigger than Pikmin and Metroid, so again, I understand that maybe you guys feel a little bit like you deserve a little more, which I get. But, you know, Pikmin and Metroid fans had literally zero. They had nothing. And they were wandering in the wilderness for you know, some longer like Pikmin fans or just they did not feel recognized, they didn't feel recognized like Metroid. So I get it. I really do. Um, and I know when Metroid Bulls was announced, people really didn't like that because it wasn't the banjo game they wanted. Granted, I think even I'll agree that the way they rolled out Metroid Bulls just wasn't the greatest. And the beginning of the game, I'm not a simple hater, but I don't love how they kind of took shit on the past games and the fan. Not, not, not a big fan of that. And I don't think any Donkey Kong spinoff game would be like that. So I guess that has that going for it. But I guess my thesis, my thesis is try to judge whatever is announced, not as a personal attack towards you and your fandom, but hope that, yeah, like, you'll get another game in the future, and that this game was just another little, little stopgap, a little, little blip. Because Federation Force was announced a year before Samus Returns, and that kind of started the Metro Renaissance. So, yeah, I know this is kind of hard to have perspective in right now. I'm 100% not trying to be condescending. I just know how you, how the feeling is of being a game that you announced. Um, if you create Nintendo weren't so, Tone deaf about that. Um, I don't. I don't know why. Like, you know, when they revealed Thomas or uh, Federation Force, they weren't like, "Here's another Metroid thing." You know, I don't. Or hate for hate Pikmin. You know, like they, they just 
I think they view it as another game in a series that's going to make fans happy, which for some is, is true, but yeah, that is definitely being toned up. But again, it's not them being malicious. So, I don't know. Just wanted to say that. Uh, I hope everyone does what is, is going to be doing fine, and I hope finally you take care of yourself and don't, you know, nothing bad happens to you. Okay. <laughs> Uh, thank you for the five minutes uh, where, where I could uh, take uh, some sips of my beverage, Traveler of the Stars. Oh, always great hearing from you. I do appreciate that the conversation has gotten to the point where now our callers have to have a thesis where, where, where they they are also like going on and on and on to make a grand point. And I'm just like, I've taught you all so well. I, I Oh, admittedly, when I would call in... I would write a script ahead of time. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I'll make no bones about that. Eventually, these episodes are going to hit seven hours long because everybody's <laughs> going to want to have their own um, multiple hour just statement on, on Donkey Kong or Rare or what have you. Um, <laughs> so this was from last Saturday, the Saturday before the Nintendo Direct, before we even had it officially announced. And this is after the reveal that this leak, which for 12 hours, people thought the leak was suggesting that the a big game that, that was going mm-hmm. to be announced for the September Direct was going to be the big new mainline Donkey Kong game that we here at DK Vine have been talking about for a couple of years now that, that we have been led to believe is in the works. Um, like I, I say that just because, of course, we have not gotten any updates on it since we learned about it. And the only w- reason we learned about it was because of the shift from development at a studio, Vicarious Visions, here in the States to Japan. And and because that trade-off happened, uh, we we kind of learned about it before it got shut behind closed doors. So... This is what people thought was going to be finally revealed. Like, like mi- mi- not not for this holiday season, obviously. But hey, we're working on this. Look forward to it in 2024. So you know, and, and there was a lot of like just off the wall hyperbole based on that. Like, well, they're obviously announcing the Switch Two in this Nintendo Direct. So this is the Switch Two launch title. It's just like, calm down, well, people. Well, wait, what? Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. That? That's <laughs> people were going like just like because people talk themselves up. <laughs> they they convince themselves that well obviously the Switch Two is getting announced this direct. Where do they come up with this? I I have no idea, but I I think it's just kind of the feedback loop where it just becomes yeah. you know people just convince themselves it's going to happen. I mean, I've been there. I I've I've been in that ecosystem where you just kind of start believing your own self-generated hype and you, you whatever, but, um, and then you are let down when inevitably what you decided was definitely going to happen does not happen. Yeah. yeah. Now, now in this, we've case, all been there to some extent, right now, in this case, the Donkey Kong game itself was pe- people were led on to believe it was Donkey Kong, like d- the Donkey Kong series, you know, derivative of Donkey Kong country, be it, Mm-hmm. 3D, be it 2D, be it some form of Donkey Kong Freedom made anew by Nintendo or or whatever, whatever this game is going to be. So 
And this is when I heard about it, and this is also when I messaged you about it, because I'm like, you know, let's not get our hopes up here, but hey, it's looking pretty good. For for, for the record, Josh, when you messaged me about this stuff, you're um you're you're one of my colleagues, so right. it, it's not so much that uh I, I get anxious when I hear from you. It's, right. <laughs> it's 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 when I feel like the public is demanding me to respond to something like this. And for the record, mm-hmm. I generally don't engage with leaks of this sort. Like I, I just don't do it. I feel like again, I, I've stated my position, but I, I feel like it's just uh, sort of an affront to the developers, and I don't want to be in the game of needlessly raising hopes and expectations so yeah like i don't i really don't get it because you know like you and i um in both independently and dependently of each other have have been as the z-list internet celebrities that we are these days Mm -hmm. uh we've both been privy to things and it's like if i went and told people that like i'd never hear about anything else again why would i do that right right like i just i don't feel like it'd be our place to do it right like if if I really wanted to like burn some bridges, sure, I I could get several weeks of stories out of some stuff I know. I I wouldn't do that though because then what am I gonna do? Like, it, yeah. it, like okay, so it's obvious that this leaker is, is like I said is a credible source. They're either involved with the direct production or they know somebody who is, and they're getting select info sent their way. Um, so I'm not disparaging their credibility because that's what some people thought I was doing when I, I did make one or two comments about it on social media without directly engaging with it, where I just, I, this is after the, um, the rug was pulled out and people realized it wasn't going to be Donkey Kong, the next game, the EPD game, whatever, where I said, you know, don't let these, like the, the direct hype cycle bring you down. This is silly. Like... This th- these are p- corporate presentations designed to hype you up for pieces of entertainment that they hope you buy. Like th- mm-hmm. this is no reason for you to ruin your weekend or your month. <laughs> right. Um. Because yeah, I I get fatigued. Sure, I I was last June, but it- it's one thing to be sort of like let down because you're not walking away with really anything you're hyped about, and it's another to get bent out of shape about the possibility that there will be a direct and you won't get so like it, it's just <laughs> right. several degrees of inanity that I just can't abide in my life at this point. So I, I said that and people came after me and said, well, you're not credible. And like, like <laughs> okay. I, I, was, I was trying to give a pep talk, you know, and, and just like calm people down and assure people it's going to be okay one way or another. And and they thought like I was attacking this leaker and I'm like, no, I'm not like, they clearly know something. I'm not coming after them. I'm just, I just, Twitter truly is where nuance goes to die. Heil. I know. Yeah, I know. Um, so anyway, I, I, I just, I, I don't want you to think like I, I'm talking shit about this leaker. I disagree with it. I'm not, they, they, they clearly know something or some things that are up. So, but like I said, the whole thing of leaking something six days before it goes live strips it of any context. And that doesn't sit mm-hmm. right with me, especially because there is no reason, Josh, to compare a Mario versus Donkey Kong game to a mainline solo Donkey Kong game. And that's inevitably what happened with this leak 
is that people and like that's what was like immediately because okay so so from my perspective what happened was you know we like everyone else i heard about okay there's gonna be donkey kong news of some kind and based on it was like a perfect um combination of like rumors and knowledge that led pretty much all like donkey kong fans in the know to think okay well this might be the big one and then to be disappointed when it wasn't. And as soon as it came out that it wasn't, because what happened is the leaker was like, oh, um, it's not what you think it is. Like, you don't see him here, but who's Donkey Kong fighting in this gif? And it's it's like from the Mario movie of DK charging at Mario. Right. Like, what was immediately exhausting to me? Like, because, you know, obviously I'm, I'm with you. I know that <laughs> if this is real, it has no bearings on whether or not a new mainline Donkey Kong game happens. But I was just immediately like... Like Traveler of the Stars said, my first thought was, well, this is, there are going to be people who react the way that people reacted when Nuts and Bolts happened. And or when Federation Force, that was immediately the two examples that sprang to my mind as well. Federation Force, I think, sprang up in, in the DK Vine staff, the, the inner mm-hmm. circle. That's what it, I think we all jumped to because, Fed, yeah, Federation Force is, is probably the prime example for me, no pun intended, because... That that came at a very volatile time for the Metroid fandom, you know, a- after mm-hmm. the uh, whole should have been Metroid drama of 2013 into 2014. And then um, Federation Force was announced. And of course, it was in no way the Metroid game that the hardcore Metroid fandom wanted. But it mm-hmm. also had no bearing on them getting a new metroid prime game or a new 2d metroid game which you know the the latter they've already gotten you're doing a video about it right now josh the the former is in development hell but hey at least they announced it 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 is now comparatively a very good time to be a metroid fan right and and meanwhile we're just sitting here saying should have been donkey kong epd (laughs) right but you know it's just uh, swings and roundabouts but yeah like mario versus donkey kong has no bearing on the donkey kong series and that sounds like i'm being snarky towards mario versus donkey kong it's not i have my own philosophical issues with the mario versus donkey kong series i've had them over the years but i mean no ill will towards it when i say uh historically Mario versus Donkey Kong has never, never impeded any Donkey Kong game elsewhere. So let's, let's just get into this, Josh. I feel like we, we've been building up to the actual direct for too long. Now Mario versus Donkey Kong, the game that it actually is. So they, they, they announced a Nintendo direct was actually happening the Wednesday beforehand. And then Thursday happens. I, I hate when they do that, too, because I, I was hoping for Wednesday, because I was like, Wednesday would be the most convenient day for me. And then, no, it, it's, <laughs> right. it's Thursday. Uh, so Thursday comes around, and thankfully, the bandage is ripped off, like, almost immediately. After the whole mm-hmm. Splatoon 3 DLC pr- uh, reveal, then they go immediately into the new Mario versus Donkey Kong game, which is present, which introduced in like the headline style. Like here, we're going to be rattling off some games for you. And the very first one is Mario versus Donkey Kong. But it turns out it's not even a new game necessarily. I mean, mean, it's, it's a new presentation of an old game, 
But it, it, it's a remake of the original Game Boy Advance Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Coming out February 16th, 2024, just in time, just, just slightly edging out the 20th anniversary of the original release. That's all it is. It's a remake of the original Mario vs. Donkey Kong game. This is what caused six days of chaos in the <laughs> Donkey Kong community. And look... We just talked about this game on The Conversation a couple of weeks back. This is what's so weird for me, is that Cameron and I just spent a significant chunk of the episode where we uh, discussed Charles Martinet's retirement discussing Mario vs. Donkey Kong. And contrary to the, you know, DK Vine um, tradition in our discussing of Mario vs. Donkey Kong, we were actually heaping praise upon it, talking about how fun Charles Martinet's Mario was in this specific game. So to have it just all come back to us so quickly is, is a, it's kind of a weird feeling. It's kind of like we were, we were dialed in. We, we knew something was in the air. Oh Lord. And we, uh, <laughs> we, we pull it out of the ether, but yeah. Um, ironically, uh, it seems like Charles Martinet, despite retiring, his voice clips will be used in this game. It's Grant Kirkhope's Donkey Kong that's been replaced with the current Donkey Kong voice actor, Takashi Nagasako. And, uh, so, so I'm like, well, okay. So the, the, the guy who just left Mario, he's sticking around in this game, but we are getting new Donkey Kong voice clips throughout. Yeah, it's been long enough since the last time I tried to get into Mario versus Donkey Kong that I didn't even clock that. But yeah, I, I was like, I, if I'd thought about it for a second, I definitely would have. It, it, and it's it's also funny. There's there's just this parallel here because the original game, Charles Martinet recorded all new audio for Mario, but all of Grant Kirkup's audio clips were, of course, taken from Donkey Kong sixty four. And mm -hmm. now it's vice versa. It's Martinet's audio is the archived one and Donkey Kong has the all new audio being recorded. It's just funny life. Yeah, I'll say about Mario versus Donkey Kong. One, I think, let's see. The fact that it leaked, the fact that we knew that what we knew was, or at least what we believed was a new Mario versus Donkey Kong game was coming. Um, I think if the leak hadn't happened, then obviously, like you said, it would have avoided like six days of unnecessary hand wringing and drama. So that would have been a good thing. Definitely. At the same time, like knowing about it ahead of time and, and being like, okay, yep, here it comes. Here's the new Mario versus Donkey Kong. And then one, one, the fact that it was a remake was like, it was a little bit of a good sign, I think, because it's, it, it's like, okay, well this, it being a remake means it's really not going to take too much like production time away from anything else. Uh, not that it would anyway, but, you know, just the sort of the philosophical aspect of it. The other thing that, that made it work out was because, you know, like, I just spent, the like, most of the previous week being like, ah, Mario versus Donkey Kong, that's fine, it's no big deal. And then this trailer comes out, and I'm like, okay, well, this actually looks pretty good, though. Yeah, like, I... <laughs> like, I, I kind of had lowered expectations about it, but uh, but it, it came out looking really nice. Yeah, yeah I, I don't have any issue with this, Josh. I, I know people... 
I think they like Angry Heil, so they like when I have um, some sort of, like, irritant, like, itch about a game. But my my beef with Mario vs. Donkey Kong is 20 years in the past, or, or even 10 yeah. years in the past. Like, I'm, I'm over it. I... I will say, uh, so I will explain to anybody who doesn't know my, my history uh, with Mario versus Donkey Kong. So I know the game and the series has its fans, as it should, um, but it's going to be a tough sell to me, the, the Donkey Kong diehard, when you take the heroic protagonist of my favorite series and you make him the villain, even if you know mm-hmm. this history behind Donkey Kong v Mario has that dynamic. You know, when you strip the context that the villain of the original arcade game was this Donkey Kong's father or, or grandfather, um, that then it's it's really also going to bug me. But my 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 real issue with Mario versus Donkey Kong, and I've spoken on this recently on the conversation, is they're mostly just Mario games, you know, aesthetically in, in presentation, they're Mario games with Donkey Kong as the boss. You know, it's, it's an appearance by Donkey Kong as, as an NPC villain. Uh, Pauline appears in the sequels, but you know, e- even Pauline's sort of been claimed by the Mario series after freedom fell through and, mm-hmm. and Odyssey grabbed her. And, you know, I, I remember, when I played through the first, the original Mario versus Donkey Kong on the GBA, when I played it through to completion, and it kind of bummed me out just because I, I I didn't enjoy it probably because of that dynamic. Like it's a perfectly finely constructed game, but it's it's just one of those things where it just it doesn't click with me. It doesn't click with my brain, and that's okay. But Not every game has but to. It is, but it is also the case that like the the context of the time that it came out. Cause it came out what? 2003, 2004. Yeah. 2004. Yeah. So it came out like just a, a year and change after the buyout. And at that time there was, you know, a lot of worry among Donkey Kong fans. Like what is Donkey Kong going to be without rare? How is the, how is it going to be portrayed? And so now this game comes along and it seems to basically just confirm all of our worst fears that well, Nintendo is just going to regress him back as close as they're going to keep rare's design but they're going to bring him all the way back to what he was before rare and 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 just act like all of that never happened and of course now with now the remakes coming out and now we know that's not that <laughs> that wasn't forever that wasn't <laughs> right that wasn't what we had to worry about it it was a very divisive time to be a donkey kong fan because there was that uncertainty you think Donkey Kong fans have uncertainty in 2023. Go back yeah. 20 years. It it even if we were getting a bounty of games, which we were in hindsight, that lack of a unified direction, it, it did feel like there was a tug of war happening. Where like, what is Donkey Kong going to be without Rare sort of helming the ship? And so Donkey yeah, Kong... Wasn't there an older guy in a game store around this time who expressed enthusiasm to, to you, un, not, not knowing who you were, Yeah, about Mario versus Donkey Kong? I got a lecture. I got a lecture on this oh. from a guy in a video game store. And this is... I have so many stories of, like like this from around the time of the buyout. What, you know, the GameStop employee who 
talked me out, tried to talk me out of reserving Star Fox Adventures. Um, but sure, sure. Yeah, I, I got a lecture about how this was the authentic Donkey Kong, and Nintendo could finally do it again now that Rare was gone, and how uh-huh. happy they were. Um, <laughs> and amusingly enough, some Mario versus Donkey Kong stands came out of the woodwork uh, when when this leak happened, and they're like, "Now it's our time." Uh, and I was oh, like, whoa, God. whoa, where have you been? Uh, I just back <laughs> away slowly. And I, I say this with love because, of course, our own uh, Gem uh, Gibbon on, on staff is, of course, a huge fan of this series. And so, you know, I, I lightly uh, josh you, not not Josh walling you. I, I'm, I'm, I'm kidding. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I'm needling you. But, um, but, you know, just because it's not for me doesn't mean I don't understand why some people would really go for this. It's just... I, I, I don't like when the eras of Donkey Kong fandom are at war with one another. And um, this this the, was a time where... You're not a Sonic fan, Hyle. <laughs> well, this is, this, is a, this is a time when it felt like there was kind of a Cold War. What is Donkey Kong going to be? Is it is it going to be mm-hmm. Rare's take? Is it going to be the arcade era? Is it going to be sort of like Rare, but with an all-new cast? And, you know, uh, eventually... Sort of by virtue of the the DKC GBA remakes doing so well, um, country fans sort of won out as far as like the unified direction. Didn't end the Mario versus Donkey Kong series, but that wasn't the like singular focus. And you know, like I said, I don't have any actual animosity towards it nowadays. And if we're going to do anything with the series in 2023, because it has been several years since a Mario versus Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong game at all. Uh, I believe it was 2016 when we got Mini Mario and Friends Amiibo Challenge for the Wii U and Yeah, 3DS. that was that free game on the Wii U and 3DS, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Everybody was grabbing yeah. that before the eShop went down. It, I'm sure they were. <laughs> It, it wasn't a wasn't a traditional Mario versus Donkey Kong game. That last one came out in 2015, so it, it has been nearly as long as the last mainline Donkey Kong game since we've gotten a Mario versus Donkey Kong game. And I've seen lots of comments like, "Why would they remake Mario versus Donkey Kong?" Which, while it has its fans, is definitely more divisive than Donkey Kong 94, which is you know held up as you know, uh, well, I was going to say modern, but it's almost 30 years old, but it, it, it's held up as like the, <laughs> the, the, the more modern, uh, classic of the arcade series versus, uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong. And well, the answer to that, and it's a very simple answer. And this is why this whole comparison between this and the mainline Donkey Kong game that we're all waiting for is silly to me because Donkey Kong 94 was developed by Nintendo EAD. Mario vs. Donkey Kong has always been developed by Nintendo Software Technology Corporation out of Redmond, Washington. They are different studios on different continents. And just like Square is handling the Super Mario RPG remake, just like Rare did 20 years ago with the GBA remakes of DKC, it's just usually the way these things go. A studio will remake its own game. They're not going to hand it off to another studio and say, hey, you do this for us. I mean, it's been known to happen, 
but generally that is the decorum when it when it comes to this sort of thing. So why, especially if Nintendo's going to re- going to do the remake internally itself, they have partnered with other studios. Like uh, I think the 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 Link's Awakening remake uh-huh. was was outsourced to an, to another studio. But yeah, if they're gonna do it internally they'll they'll do games see i didn't know that i i had a, i had absolutely no idea about that i because i was one of those people being like kind of weird it's not dk94 but yeah that explains that yeah i mean if nintendo Rezo, uh, thank you lawful poe um if uh nst i was trying to think of the abbreviation i was like nintendo software tech technology nst uh if if they're going to like take a swing anything it's going to be remaking their original mario versus donkey kong game so it just makes sense whether or not anybody was asking for it you know it, that that is why we're we're getting it it might not um you know raise the temperatures as much as square doing super mario rpg but there's that whole history there of like these i mean that would be like rare announcing hey we're doing a new diddy kong racing like what what like because those characters are just have been stuck in legal limbo and just to have them acknowledged and celebrated and brought back into the modern context that that is a huge thing where mario versus donkey kong while the series has evolved and strayed from its roots it it's hasn't really gone away so um Oh, you know, really the only other thing i had to say about this other than like i guess there's a new donkey kong logo in in the um in the title i don't really have the confidence to say this is the donkey kong logo going forward they might have just been going for something different with the actual mario versus donkey kong logo um but it's it's a little bit more um streamlined i guess i i don't i don't know how to describe this donkey kong logo i'm i'm bad at visual design josh it, it, it it's it's red it has Sure. I'm not, I don't have it in front of me, so I can't help you. Oh, I provided it in the document that you're looking at, oh, or you could oh, be looking on, at me, if you went back. Let, and let me yeah. see if I can take this one. Okay. The new, the new, the, the hypothetical, maybe new Donkey Kong logo uh, to me looks indistinguishable from the old one. I don't even know what I'm looking. Are the stars filled in? Is that the, the stars, difference? The stars are filled in. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, man. Um, but again, I, I don't know if this is what they're going to be using because you see the Donkey Kong logo appearing on branded products like the the new action figures for Donkey and Diddy that are available in Walmart stores right now, and it's not this. So I I, I don't know. I this this could just be a one off. They they've been known to do one offs before, like Donkey Kong Jungle Beat had a unique Donkey Kong logo. I don't know if I'd read too much into this yet. So, um. But I, I don't have anything else to say about this except for, you know, I think it looks cute. I think it looks charming. It's going to be something we can talk about near the beginning of next year. And for the Donkey record... Donkey Kong's model has some delightful furry shenanigans going on. He does. He's got his new nose. Um, but for the record, and I just want to put this out there, Mario versus Donkey Kong, again, has never had any bearing on the mainline series. And the most obvious the most blunt example i can pull from from history was in 2010 mario versus donkey kong mini land mayhem came out for the nintendo ds november 14th 2010 a week later a game came out on november 21st called donkey kong country returns <laughs> so yeah 
this, this I, I, I've heard people worrying, like, is this going to be? It, is this the mainline Donkey Kong game? Is this Donkey Kong EPD? No. Oh, God. No, no. <laughs> like, I, I'm not trying to be, like, dismissive of people's genuine concerns, but they're, 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 they're not related in any way. Um, NST just wanted sure, to but, do this. But, you know, to be, I do want to, want to sort of play devil's advocate. To be fair to those people, like, I do get it. It's like, even, even when you know all this stuff intellectually, like you were saying earlier, you can know things intellectually, but it can still, I, I get why it would sting a little bit when, like, it's been this long and we've been looking forward to, you know, a new Donkey Kong game for this long and then it finally comes. And even though we know it has no bearing, there is this, there is that part of you that's just like, uh, why you like, you know, why, <laughs> how much longer is it going to be? No, I, I, I get that. Now I, like, I, I try to put myself in my own shoes back in, was 2015 when uh, yeah. Federation Force was revealed and, and there was this huge, I don't say hissy fit because that makes it sound mean, but th- th- there was that that like wringing of hands in in the Metroid community, and I was just mm-hmm. like, I think this looks charming. But again, I'm not a Metroid diehard, so I that would be like somebody coming to me and saying like, "What are you talking about? I think Donkey Konga Two looks like great fun," and you know you're you're not getting it because you're not part of it. Yeah, like, and it's like, yeah, maybe it does, but like it's not. It's not at all the kind of game that I wanted. Yeah. But again, maybe it'll be good. Maybe it'll be great even, but it's not going to satisfy me the same way. But, but again, nobody, I, I don't think many people, most people wouldn't have been making this comparison had it not been for the 12 hours where people thought yeah. this was going to be the Donkey Kong game. And then when it wasn't, when it was Mario versus Donkey Kong, people were comparing the two or even conflating the, several years of stories that DK Vine and others have run about there being a new Donkey Kong game as this game. I understand mm-hmm. the way the brain works there, but yeah, they're, they're, they're not, there's no correlation there. Mario versus Donkey Kong, while it has Donkey Kong in the title and, you know, maybe even Nintendo classifies them internally as part of the Donkey Kong series. Uh, they're, they're, they're not really, you know, Donkey Kong appears in them. He, he's got co-billing, but they're, 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 they're Mario games first and foremost. They have no bearing on yeah. Donkey Kong Country or what have you. So, yeah, th- there you go. Um, everybody calm down. It's okay. It's okay. And, and we, we can enjoy Charles Martinet's Mario one last time with slightly better audio clips than we had in 2004. So, um, that being said, we've talked a lot about Mario versus Donkey Kong in this episode, Josh, and we haven't even gotten into the real excitement of the Nintendo Direct and the reason why I think everybody's in a good mood in the Donkey Kong fan community now, and that's Mario Kart 8 Deluxe and the end of the Booster Course Pass. Oh my god. Mm-hmm. At the last possible moment... In the nine-year history of Mario Kart 8. God, that's insane. We finally (laughs) eked out Diddy Kong in the game after nine long years. And just to rewind a little bit, we 
thought Diddy Kong was going to be in Mario Kart 8, and it wasn't just based on our own assumptions. Well, he was in Double Dash, he was in Wii, of course he's going to be in Mario Kart 8. He's in every console Mario Kart game now. This was misinformation um, that leaked into Spain's official Nintendo magazine back in 2014. They did a big uh, like spread on Mario Kart 8, and they showed several of the characters that appear in the game, and included in that spread, Diddy Kong. And um, th- thanks to both Cameron and DK Viner Abraham for tracking that down for me, because it was a vague memory, but I was like, I, I don't have the file on hand, and they-, they were both able to tell me what it was, and were able to track down that file for me, so thank you very much. To the both of you. Yeah, that is that is impressive. I, you know, I was very much engaged with like the Mario Kart Eight hype cycle originally, and I have no memory of this whatsoever. So we were like going into release. We we were thinking, well, Diddy's okay. So he's not in the base game. He's going to be a DLC then. Maybe we're going to get a whole Donkey Kong DLC thing, like right to tie into Tropical Freeze or something, which came out the same year. And you know, it, it just never. Never happened, Josh. I mean, we got Link. We 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 got Animal Crossing villagers. Like we we just we didn't get Diddy Kong, and the the drama behind this, where we all loved Mario Kart Eight at DK Vine. We did. Like we were like, okay, well, this is like. Yeah, DK Vine Stafford Jeff, frequent conversation co-host often says that your favorite Mario Kart is the Mario Kart game that came out when you were 12 or, or, or something. Like, um, generally, you know, it's like Saturday Night Live. Your favorite era of SNL is when you were at the right age to think it's hilarious. Um, and then you realize they're phony most of it in. But Mario Kart 8 It's came- the one that you got to play the most with your friends. Sure. Sure. But Mario Kart 8 came out when, you know, the, the older staff members, me included, were kind of past that part in our life. We were, you know, post-college. We, 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 we basically were like in what was passing as our adult life. And it turned out my adult <laughs> life was in no way, um, com- comparable to my parents' generation or, or what have you. But, um, th- this game came out and it was just like, oh, damn. This actually rectifies all of the issues I've had with every Mario Kart game since Double Dash. Uh, I think this is actually a Mario Kart game I can get behind. I say that, still preferring Diddy Kong Racing, ride or die with DKR, baby. But Mario Kart 8, I was like, you know, even though this is past the point of like nostalgia for me, I think I really like this Mario Kart game. And I, I think we we're all kind of of that mindset, but the biggest uh elephant in the room was not not Taj the genie he's in the aforementioned DKR it's the fact that our favorite character or or most of our favorite character wasn't in the game and that that Donkey Kong was the only Kong in there after we had gotten Diddy and Funky in Mario Kart Wii and it it was just like the the thing that was kind of holding me back from really getting into it because yeah I love Donkey Kong of course I love Donkey Kong but Diddy Kong is sort of my proxy character in the series he he's the one he and Dixie are the ones I identify with and I'm like I grew up with them 
basically. Sure, because like we, you and I both related to them yeah. way more than we did Donkey Kong. Donkey Kong was always the cool older brother. He 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 wasn't you know a, a compatriot. He he was somebody mm-hmm. you aspired to be like. But but Diddy was 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 your friend. He was your imaginary friend, sort of. You know, you're jumping into these <laughs> games, playing as Diddy or Dixie, and um. So so they're, they're my favorite characters, you know, in, in the series, in all of video games, in all of Western literature, and so so to have them or to have Diddy inexplicably not in this game for no, you know, reason that's ever explained to us. It was just like, what is happening? And Cameron really summed it up in the news article he wrote for DK Vine concerning this because he said, you know, we got DLC for the original Mario Kart 8 on the Wii U. Uh, Diddy wasn't there. Then we got uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe on the Switch with some new characters. Diddy wasn't in that as well. And then we got the booster course pass. And then by Wave 4, we got new characters and he wasn't in wave four he wasn't in wave five and at that point like we had thrown in the towel on hoping that diddy kong would be in the booster course pass especially when the whole um mob dk nonsense for mario kart tour fell through and we were like oh there's no new donkey kong track the dream is dead it's not going to happen give it up and and I, i was even saying like you know I just want to get this September direct over with so we can move past the booster course pass and start talking about something else because, because I had given up, I had given up hope. That's right? so sad because like, I mean, even when the move DK thing came out, you know, I listened to those episodes and like you and I haven't, I haven't like talked about that and haven't been on, but like, I was still like, like, you know, I don't think that they're not being a new donkey Kong course it has anything to do much like Mario versus Donkey Kong has nothing to do with the new EPD game. I don't think it had, I, I don't see it as having necessarily anything to do with, with Diddy Kong's chances of getting in. It just felt like, so we got the Yoshi's Island again. It's like false correlation, right? Sure. J- just, just like the whole Mario versus Donkey Kong slash Donkey Kong EPD thing. Mm-hmm. False correlation happened because Birdo was rolled out with the Yoshi's Island track. And, and yeah, right. Birdo's not a yeah. Yoshi character traditionally, but Birdo is associated with Yoshi because of the implied romance that seems to be happening with them in some games. And so it was just like, okay, well, we're getting a Donkey and Kong. And Birdo was Yoshi's partner character in Double Dash, I believe. Okay. So, you know, we, we, um, we, we, we draw these connections. And the biggest fallacy one can do as a follower of Nintendo is to draw connections because yeah, the truth is real. it seems like Nintendo just does things. They just they just do things. There's no grand plan. They just do things most of the time. So you know all all these theories like what if they're saving like what what if it what what if one wave is Diddy and Funky and it's with the new Donkey Kong track and this is the same direct where they talk about the Donkey Kong theme park Super Nintendo World and they reveal the new Donkey Kong game and yeah that would be great that that would be just just master level of planning a whole Donkey Kong direct what have you but mm-hmm. they 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 can't synchronize that well can they so we're we're just going to get news and drips and drafts and we're never going to get at least in this time frame that grand satisfaction of being catered to like the 
the royalty we want to be. Like we 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 want to have our own theme directs, like Pokemon does, or you know Splatoon or Pikmin does. Like we we want to be fed um, whatever the video game news equivalent of caviar is on a gilded spoon. Man, it's it's been like six months since the last Kirby game, dude. Those Kirby <laughs> fans are sweating. <laughs> They're tearing each other apart. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, but I I think also like. The greatest thing about Banjo and Kazooie's reveal, but besides the fact that it was just like perfectly tailored for our community in every way, mm-hmm. was that it did not happen at the very end of the Smash ballot. It was it was dead in the middle, so we could stop worrying about it. We we got ours, and we were able to just enjoy it. The fact that we had to wait until the very last minute, while it's funnier, <laughs> while <laughs> while it makes me laugh. It definitely brought up the angst. It, it it dredged up the anxiety. And it made me have to just say, it's probably not going to happen to preserve my own sanity. Dude, I totally 100% understand that. I have been there with certain things. Where, you're, where even though on one hand you're like, well, yeah, I know. But just like to keep myself from worrying about it, it's probably better for me if I just decide that this probably isn't going to happen. And... It's just the weirdest, like, series of emotions. I was going to say roller coaster, but that's a confused analogy when, you know, we're talking about roller coasters so much as of late here on the conversation. It's like, imagine a loved one of yours gets rushed to the emergency room or, or the hospital. And, and you're like, okay, you know, just positive thoughts, positive thoughts. And then they're pronounced dead. And you go about your life, a couple years pass, and then... Are, the, are we, we're talking about Diddy Kong here, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and okay. uh, you go about your life, and then a couple years later, you get a phone call, and it's the doctor, and it's like, oh, you're wrong. Turns out they're still alive. There's still hope. They're just in a deep <laughs> coma. And you're like, well, that's weird that we never had a funeral, but okay. So you go back to the hospital, and you sit by their bedside. You, you start hoping again. They're going to pull through this. And then they're pronounced dead again. So you go about your life, you move on, you, 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 you grieve, you go through the process, you get back to your day to day. And then you get a phone call from the doctor again and says, actually, I was wrong. There's still hope. There's still a chance. And you're like, damn it. So you go back. I see what you're saying because this whole protracted, like, like Mario Kart 8 DLC thing, it stretches from. When the games, when the game was originally revealed, mm-hmm. when the roster was originally revealed, the tease in the in the Spanish Nintendo magazine, the Mario Kart Eight DLC for Wii U, the Mario Kart Deluxe reveal, and now the Mario Kart Eight Deluxe DLC. That's right. That's right. So right, it's been nine, <laughs> and years. each and every time was an opportunity where you where you were like, this could be it. This could be it. And it would be one thing if I hated Mario Kart 8, but I really like it, Josh. <laughs> it, it, but I, I've always just been kind of intellectually... No, no, I, I've intellectually liked it. I've been emotionally cold towards it because of the lack of Diddy. And so we we finally got it. And I, I, I remember just this wave of elation and relief washing over me when I saw Diddy drive in. And of course, you know, I was in the DK Vine Discord inner circle and it, we all just started, you know, all caps. Yeah! Woo! You know, but 
And it was just, it was, it was also just this, like, I don't know if I really f- can feel anything anymore because I have raised my hopes and had them dashed so many times by now that <laughs> it's just not, it's almost a decade of my life, uh, like, worrying about the fate of a cartoon monkey in a <laughs> racing game. It's just the weirdest damn thing. It, <laughs> it's weird. It's I think it's weird for us too because, like, just how incredibly protracted these things can be now. Like to go back to what you said earlier about how you know the game that you the the Mario Kart that you played the most when you were a kid it always tends to be people's people's favorite. Like games nowadays last so much longer and age so much slower yeah that like even though i know mario kart 8 came out nine you know nine years ago i can play it and it does not in any way feel like i would expect a nine-year-old game to feel um and, and what it makes me think of is just the prospect of like telling myself in like at like the beginning of 1997 when i was like how old was I? Like a third grader. Um, telling myself that, you know, when you graduate high school, they're still going to be adding new characters to Mario Kart 64. <laughs> That's, th- but that is the equivalent of what's happening here. Yeah. It, 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 it it was it just it was just silly. It, it was it was silliness. I see some comments mm-hmm. in a live stream drawing issue with my analogy. Of course, I wasn't serious. The hyperbole was the point. But right, yeah, like I I don't actually become this distressed over the lack of a cartoon monkey in a in a in a in a little game where you throw turtle shells at each other um but not anymore that was 2000s style right right I, i've matured since then i now make light of that by using it as uh humor but mm-hmm. at the same time you know i still really really wanted this cartoon monkey in the game and it's just a very like it's just a weird thing because like I don't know if you can really adequately explain the feeling because again, like this isn't a Donkey Kong game. This isn't like Crash Team Racing where it's like the Crash Bandicoot series. It's not even like Diddy Kong Racing. This is we, we as Donkey Kong fans, we are hoping for fan service in a Mario game because we don't have anything else going on right now. Right. Um, like this wouldn't have even been a thing in the era of Mario Kart 64 because while we were getting just our own Donkey Kong racing games, you know, and oh, all right. But, but right. Get- the fact that we didn't know until like 25 years later that Diddy Kong was in Mario Kart 64, the the lack of his inclusion in it did not bother us. <laughs> you're, you're opening up another can of worms there, Josh. So <laughs> yeah, D- Diddy's right there from the start. Thankfully, like they don't make us, they don't do any like build up. Like here's two characters, and then surprise, there's two more characters. And at the very end, there's Diddy. We got Diddy at the very least. I say it was the exact last minute, not technically, like the last wave of the booster <laughs> course passed. But right, but uh, Diddy was there from the start, and I was like, oh my god, Diddy! And then he he drives for a bit, and he pulls next to Funky Kong, and there's the segue into Funky Kong being uh being a character in this game as well from Mario Kart Wii. It's oh my god. Kong. So 
you know, I, I don't have as much strong feelings about Funky in this game. Of course, I'm ecstatic Funky Kong is in uh, 8 Deluxe because I love Funky because so much of Funky Kong's notoriety in the general public is thanks to Mario Kart Wii kind of kind of introducing him to all the families who would play Mario Kart Wii together. Uh, F- Funky is very popular because of that. So it's great to see him back in a console Mario Kart game. Of course, you know, Diddy and Funky were in Mario Kart Tour or are still in Mario Kart Tour present tense. But um, it- it's a bit different, right? Like we, we all know, like if even those of us who appreciate and enjoy Mario Kart Tour, like know that plays differently. It's It's not the Mario Kart experience most people are chasing. So to get funky in this game as well, um, it, it's wonderful. It, it, it truly is just like, okay, well, that's just a huge, massive relief. We, we eked it out in the end, didn't we? Um, so everybody was expecting two characters, two more characters in a booster course pass. Uh, so it, it was, it was kind of a surprise when the announcer kept rattling them off. Um, right. wasn't, wasn't expecting it. People are still a little confused about how this is going to work on the, the character select menu, but we also got continuing the loose theme of Donkey Kong, Pauline, who of course became a driver in Mario Kart Tour. And this is her debut in a console Mario Kart game. Uh, Pauline is there and... Very happy for Jem. Very happy for everybody who wanted Pauline in the game. Um, I'm happy to have Pauline in the game. I've, you know, long advocated that, you know, Pauline shouldn't be forgotten about, even if we have Peach and and Daisy and uh, Rosalina. You know, like, Pauline is the original. Um, I I guess two out of the three of those aren't love interests for Mario, but, you know, Mario is the original... um, it's not a princess, but you know what I mean, you know. <laughs> sure, sure. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, it, it, it's it's great that Pauline's there, and of course it, that's still writing off her uh, increased profile and notoriety after Odyssey. So um, now, had they, you know, had I known there was going to be four characters, and two of them were definitely going to be Diddy and Funky, and and one of them was going to be Pauline. I think the general assumption would have been, well, then it's going to be Dixie Kong. Dix- Dixie, the other Kong from Mario Kart Tour, not including Donkey Kong Jr. from, from the uh, SNES. But Dixie Kong, yeah, it, it's got to be Dixie Kong, right? If they're they're theming these characters loosely as like connections to Donkey Kong, then Dixie will be the fourth one if there is implausibly a fourth one. Impossibly. <laughs> well, because we thought there was going to be two, right? Of course. So, uh, but it turns out it's Peachette. Peachette, which I loved. At last. This was kind of worth it just for the the latent humor of the way the announcer presented this. Where yeah. it, it was like, there's so much excitement and bombast for Diddy and Funky and, and I guess Pauline. But then he was also like, oh, and Peachette's here. That is funny. You know, I, I actually, as part of my research, because I noticed that too, the, the announcer, when Diddy shows up, goes, Diddy Kong! Sort of like a, sort of like a Smash Brothers announcer thing. Yeah. Um, so I went and checked out the Japanese version of the Nintendo Direct to, to sort of compare. 
And to my non-Japanese speaking ears anyway, it did not sound like that. It, it, I mean, it didn't sound disinterested or anything either. It was just sort of a very measured sort of like, all here we're, we're just professionally presenting all the characters on the same level. Right. It, it wasn't the, like the the English announcer put a little more uh, put a little more spice on it. L- little English, as as Jeff would say. I wonder if the announcer is a secret DK Viner, just based on the enthusiasm <laughs> levels, the the readings of the various characters. Um, well, boy, you could have told my enthusiasm levels for this one. So, so can I can I sort of set up how, what my experience was with this? Please do paint the image in my brain. Okay, so I had planned, you know, you were talking about earlier about how you you often d- discuss how these directs just come right the hell out of nowhere, and anybody who wants to watch them or especially cover them just has very little, like, warning of when they're going to happen. Yeah. So uh, my, my wife is currently in college, and she goes to classes on Tuesdays and Thursdays, so I had planned all week that what I was going to do, I was going to finish up playing Metroid Dread. I was going to t- drop her off at school on Thursday, and then I was going to park and go to the campus library of my own alma mater to finish Metroid Dread come hell or, wa- hell or high water. And so, of course, this is the day that the Nintendo Direct is happening, right as she starts class. <laughs> so I'm like, well, okay, there's no way I'm going to put this off. Yeah. So... I was I sat in my car with my phone connected to to the Bluetooth speaker, uh, watching the Nintendo Direct uh, in a campus parking lot. And you know, for the most part, you know, I'd, I'd sort of like I'd watch it. I'd I, when something cool happened, I, I would watch that part. And then when yet another RPG or something came up, I would go talk in my own Discord about it about what we'd just seen. But. Uh, so I was, I'm just, you know, watching the direct, watching the direct. When Diddy Kong showed up, despite where I was and what I was doing, I totally forgot about all that. Like, if I could have stood up in my car, I would have. I felt my heart rate spike, and I just said, yes! <laughs> I was so happy. Yeah. It, it was the, okay, so it was the first time watching any video game presentation this year where I really found myself celebrating. So, mm-hmm. it, it, I mean, it was, a, it was a good feeling. And that's why I didn't really care about Peach Ed. I, I remember literally thinking, can't win them all. You know, <laughs> like, it, it was kind of like my attitude with the Smash ballot once we got, well, in Smash Ultimate in general, when we got K. Rule, who I wasn't expecting, I'd given up by that point. And then Banjo and Kazooie, who I really wanted and and did get, I was like, I would feel greedy if I got Dixie at this point. And I hate that it's always Dixie. It always comes down to Dixie being excluded. I, yeah. I, 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 because again, Dixie is like right up there with Diddy in my favorite characters. Like, I, I'd say she's slightly second behind Diddy, but they're so close that it's almost indistinguishable. I, I've just known Diddy for, you know, about a year longer. So um I, I do wish Dixie was in this because she is my go-to character in Mario Kart Tour. I think she's terrific in that game. I just love her animations. She's so much fun. She's she's just an utter joy as a character. Um I I, I have like again, trying to ascribe motive 
motive to Nintendo is a fallacy, right? My only theory as to how they broke down these four characters, and I don't know even know why they're four and not two, or 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 why there can't be even more characters than this, why they can't just put all the base characters from Tor in this, not the wacky variants like, you know, Luigi with the big sausage or what have you, but <laughs> but just the base characters, like why we couldn't get characters like Dixie in this game. Um, I don't know, but why this four? Well, Diddy and Funky have definitely been in console Mario Kart games in the past, so they're in. Pauline, um, Pauline has that little bit of shine thanks to Odyssey. She's more relevant right. to the Mario brand, so she's in. And Peachette is just the kind of jokey, haha, everybody loves this Peachette, this, this, this Toadette who becomes Peach, or this is it a Peach who becomes is it Peach who becomes Toadette or Toadette who becomes Peach? I honestly don't know. All I remember is all the, uh, are all of the incredibly horny Bowsette memes that came out of it. Okay, okay. Um, <laughs> I don't look at that because I don't look at erotica online. It was unavoidable. I don't either. But <laughs> I, I I read the. Um... The, the the Saturday evening post and I go to bed by 8 p.m. You you do the New York Times Wordle. <laughs> no, we're no, I I I do the crossword puzzle because I don't understand Wordle. It's it's sure, too that's, that's, for my, that's too digital. I, I am I I am an old man from the nineteen thirties. <laughs> um so I, I, I guess that's my theory. Dixie has the least amount of relevance to Mario cart as a brand she doesn't have the pre-established pedigree in mario kart sans tour nor does she have um like the relevancy to to mario as a series independent of donkey kong yeah like from nintendo's perspective these four characters are two kongs who have been there before and two mario characters one who was sort of recently reinvigorated and one who is a new-ish character, an alternate form of Toadette. Sure, sure. So, I I I feel for the hardcore Dixie Kong fans, the the Dixie for Smash, uh, fan account on social media. Like, trust me. Like, I for me, this is blunted because I got Diddy. You know, I I I I'm fine, right? And if it was just funky and I didn't get Diddy, I would I I would be a little like, what? What are you doing? But I would still be a little happy because I got funky. But I I you know Diddy is you know D- Diddy's my uh, my main man. So I, I I do understand it. Um, and I do wish Dixie was there. Whether or not it, it's any more of this, you know, well we got to keep the Donkey Kong series a little bit independent of Mario, and this is how we're going to justify that by excluding Dixie Kong. I, I don't know, but again, trying to... I don't, I don't think that... I, I would not ascribe any malice to it, like you right. said. For From my perspective, um, until, you sa- until you started talking about it just now, the fact that it even could have been Dixie, quite honestly, hadn't even occurred to me, and I love Dixie. Dixie is, like, one of my all-time favorite video game characters as well, but I think it's just because... All you know, we we knew, or at least we thought we knew, there were two slots left. Yeah, and so I've spent all this time thinking, okay, if we get another Kong, it'll probably be Diddy, 
it won't be, or it'll probably be Diddy and it might be funky. But the thought of even getting both of them as a possibility had never even occurred to me. So the fact that we did that, yeah, totally, totally blunted any other sort of disappointment I, I might've been able to conjure about it. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I agree. Like I said, I, I feel bad for those who really wanted Dixie because Dixie's great in Mario Kart tour, but Oh, well, at least, at least I finally got Diddy in my, what what I hold up to be the best Mario Kart game. And now maybe it can be my favorite Mario Kart game, truly. <laughs> I'm going to play through the whole thing as Diddy. It's going to feel great. I wish, though, Mario Kart Tour spoiled me. I wish we had all the carts from Mario Kart Tour because there, there just isn't that much good shit to ride on in this game. Um <laughs> You know, with Mario Kart Tour, you've got the Barrel Train, you've got the Rambi Rider, you've got the DK Jumbo, you got all the variants of them, the Banana Master. Yeah, there's not a lot of, like, DK-specific stuff. Uh, my my main in Mario Kart 8 has pretty much always been Donkey Kong in the F-Zero Kart in the Blue Falcon. For me, it's Donkey Kong in the Mercedes. Oh, there you go. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Josh, uh, I would like to say we are nearing the end, but... We have 12 calls to play. 12 calls. This is not including the two we already played from Traveler of Stars. So, I... Th- well, I th- right now, right now it's 12 calls. Uh, before long, it'll turn into bad fur day, but it's, it's going to take a few years. <laughs> Thank you for laughing at that. I appreciate it. <laughs> oh, I'm just laughing to... I, I think get through. I, I love calls. I'm never going to be like Jeff was where I say it's time to play the calls. And, and he went, ugh. I, I love hearing from our audience. It's truly one of the greatest pleasures of doing the conversation. I just hope we can keep the energy levels up, Josh, through the next 12 calls. It's, it's gonna, it's gonna take a while. And also <laughs> I'm keeping it, keeping tabs on the live stream. I think they've uh, gotten over my terrible analogy about uh, a loved one in the hospital being pronounced dead to not getting Diddy Kong in the base Mario Kart eight game. Uh, I, I think, I, th- I think I've been able to pave <laughs> over that. I've got them back on our side or, or my it side. It was an analogy people. He wasn't, he wasn't conflating these two things. I, I saw freezer say I needed therapy and I do, I do. That's, that's just healthy <laughs> brain maintenance. All right. But I wasn't actually being serious with that. That, that. that was showmanship. That was me being uh, a, a circus presenter. That was me being somebody dazzling you with my razzmatazz. I, I don't actually go to bed at night weeping over the fact that Diddy Kong isn't in the latest Mario Party game. Although he should be! <laughs> Josh, let's go ahead and play... Uh, our first call of the final 12, what is it, Cylons? Uh, and, and then we will, I, I think we'll just address them um, after each call because they're all going to be taking us into different directions. And sure. uh, if we've already if we've already addressed their main point, we can thank them and I think we can move on. All right. <laughs> okay. All right. Let's do it. Hi, this is Krollnax. I just got done watching the September 14th Direct and... I have to share my thoughts about it. So, first and probably most important, Mario versus Donkey Kong. We'll be making the first GBA game, which is surprising. I thought they would just make a new one. 
uh, not using the minis, which, or at least not controlling the minis primarily, which I guess makes sense because it's not like a dual screen system, so it's hard to have like that touch control. Uh, I don't know, it seems all right, uh, at, at least as good as the first game looked. Not not the new design for Donkey Kong, looks basically just like the one that we've always had, not really any aspects from the movie design, which I didn't know how much they were actually going to change it, but I'm kind of relieved. I think that DK's original game design works just... Uh, I think the other big news is on the way to the Mario Kart 8 DLC, we got Diddy Kong, Pauline, and Funky Kong. I was I was n- not a Funky Kong believer, unfortunately. I thought that uh, I was really just going to be Diddy Kong and Pauline, but we got all three. That's pretty nice. I will say, maybe this is just in Kobe, and maybe I'm just coping, but this makes me more confident than ever that if we're going to get a proper like Donkey Kong platformer, it's going to be for the new system because this direct pretty good, but mostly uh, announcing, talking about stuff that's, again, like early in the year and stuff that won't take too many resources. Like, Thousand Year Door remake, I thought that was great, but again, that's you're already just working off the uh, foundation of an old game. And we don't really see stuff for like the latter half of the year so much. So uh, I'm thinking the timeline is switched to holiday 2024. And that would, it's probably better at this point to release uh, Donkey Kong Platformer on a fresh new console instead of just riding the last wave of an old one. Probably a better way to get the series back in relevance, which is what I want the most with a new DK game, kind of why I want it to be 3D too. So thank you for listening to me ramble. Uh, I, I still feel good. Thank you for the call, and thank you for listening to us ramble. We're quite good thank at you. it. Um, so, re- really quick, I wanted to address the whole Donkey Kong design. It is different from the original Donkey Kong in uh, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. You know, they have tweaked the design, evolved it slightly over the years. Uh, his new nose, for one, but... Yeah, for all, all the like wonder, like is, is movie Donkey Kong going to be how Donkey Kong looks in the games from now on? I was never really that worried about it. I I don't. Yeah, think, I wasn't either. You, you you don't change something that foundational at this point. You, you 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 tweak it here or there, but I don't think they would do that dramatic of an overhaul. Um, in midstream, really, like mid, like there's there's so much stuff already in the works using. What's essentially still the Kev Bayless Donkey Kong that I I don't think you um you, you change it at this point you you continue to add to it you maybe evolve it slowly but you don't just overnight say this is what Donkey Kong looks like now like we've done that 1994 you can't do it again and I I will say to your point you yeah we don't we don't have any insider info about this but I do agree with what you say that it it does it does definitely sort of feel like the the Switch is starting to wind down here. It's it's feeling a little bit like the Wii circa 2011, let's say. You know, pe- people say that, and it could be true. Um, mm-hmm. Or I could easily see the uh, successor to the Switch or the next evolution of the Switch that's functionally a new system. Maybe more of a, you know, Xbox One to Xbox Series S and X kind of thing. Um, I, I could see it not coming out till 2025. I could see there being, mm. um, another full year of, of the Switch ahead of us. And I, I could see the new Donkey Kong game sort of being the grand so- swan song of the original Switch, just as easily as I could see it being, you know, near the launch of the next Switch. I don't know 
one way or another at this point. But, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I, I, I've heard some contradictory things about what the, the future of the Switch versus the Switch 2, which I hate to call it that because it's not going to be called that. But, you know, I, I, I've heard different things. I don't know what to believe. So I'm just kind of waiting and seeing with everyone else. But, um, the, the benefit it's, of, like it, you said, it is always a mistake to try to <laughs> predict what Nintendo will do. The benefit of, the Donkey Kong game coming out for the current Switch is that it has such a high install base. Exactly. Um, and Donkey Kong games have traditionally, not always, but traditionally come out towards the end of a system's lifespan. And so long as it doesn't get eclipsed by that new system like Donkey Kong Country 3 did, I think it's generally worked out pretty well. You know, um... Ironically, it's Tropical Freeze, the one that came out near the start of a system that pretty much died on the vine um, because there wasn't an install base for Wii U. And Well, the Wii U lasted for such a short time that coming out near the start of it wasn't that different from coming out near the end of it. Ouch. You got him. Zing. Take that. I love the Wii U. Okay, I'm saying as somebody who, like, my main console for those years was the Wii U, but yeah. The Wii U had some fantastic software. That's what I'll say about it. Um, <laughs> really quick, because I, I can sense her frustration mounting. Freezer, it, it, once again, Freezer, the one who said I need a therapy, said that, uh, wait, you're not going to get into uh, F099? That's almost DKU. It has James McCloud. Josh, do you want to talk is about he, F099? Is he in the- Oh, I've been playing the fuck out of out of F zero ninety nine. That game is super. Like I was, I've never even been that into the the uh, the, the Super Nintendo F zero. Nonetheless, we have eleven calls. Freezer, we can't talk about F zero ninety nine. Here's what I'll say about F zero ninety nine. It's a three point statement, and it's very quick. One, probably not the F zero um, game fans were looking for. Two. I'm happy F-Zero fans have something to play and talk about. Three, I hope it lasts for a really long time and doesn't get shut down in a year. Yeah. Yeah, that, those the, are my thoughts the, the, on F-Zero the 99. The, the one hope I have there is that we always knew that Mario Kart, there are, uh, super, rather Super Mario Brothers 35, was very finite. Even when they announced it, we knew how long it was going to last. So. Yeah. This has no apparent end date on it, so I, I think it'll be at least around for quite a bit longer than that. Um, Bluster Kong, nineteen ninety six, my new best friend. By the way, after the last episode, Bluster Kong says that's been thrown around a bit, but I'm going to be honest. If DK is on the next one, I don't think it'll be a launch title. Definitely early on in the system's life, but probably not a launch title. I. The thing is, I think we need, also need to re-examine our expectations on what the Donkey Kong series is going to be going forward. Nintendo is investing heavily in the Donkey Kong brand. And I, I mentioned this like at the end of the Direct or around the time of the Direct. Um, this might be the last Nintendo Direct where Donkey Kong doesn't get a lot of shine on it because they're going to start talking about the park in Osaka, which is opening next year. Um, there's probably even going to be a whole tour with Miyamoto walking through it. You're going to start seeing Donkey Kong stuff ramp up. 
even if we don't have the new game announced quite yet. So, and I would go ahead. I, I that's not me just being hopeful and optimistic. I think that's just logic. They've sure. they, Nintendo's never want to talk about stuff that they're not ready to talk about yet. But it's clear they have been prepping. They have been getting the Donkey Kong brand ready for full on assault, um, like a media um, barrage, the likes of which we haven't seen in quite some time. So could Donkey Kong be a launch title? I don't know. Should we dismiss it just because it hasn't historically been done before? Absolutely not. Mm-hmm. And I, if I was just guessing here, um, I would say that he- I too would guess that Hiles probably, probably at least somewhat on the money about the idea that the Switch successor will be more akin to what the PS5 is to the PS4 or what the Xbox series is to the Xbox One in that it will it will maintain compatibility it'll have, it'll have the same ecosystem so i would expect then a the a, a new donkey kong game to probably just basically hit both but be you know have better graphics, run better, et cetera, et cetera, uh, on the new hardware. Right. If I if I had to guess, that would be my guess. Like I, I think it's clear because the Switch has such a gigantic install base, they're not going to want to cut that off. No, and I, I think it's, it's clear that whatever the Donkey Kong game is, they, I mean, it, it started development on the current Switch. Um, right. It it might be optimized for the next console, and I think the fact that it's been taking so long suggest the sheer scope and size of it is going to be far grander than Donkey Kong fans have been accustomed to. That's not saying that 2D platformers can't be grand, um, which I, I think they are, but y- you know what I mean, right? Like, um, that's just my own hunch. Uh, I, I think, I don't think you go from Donkey Kong Freedom, even if it's being developed by an outside studio, to allegedly internally at Nintendo... And take this long without continuing some of the ideas, at the very least, laid down by that original title. I, I just want to grind vines with, with banana shoes, okay? <laughs> That's all you've ever wanted in life. It's all I've, I didn't know how much I wanted it until I heard about it. <laughs> all right, let's go ahead and play uh, call number four, Josh. Because I, I feel like I have to read out the number because we're going to lose our place. Call number four. Hey, it's Channel Mage again. Um, I just wanted to talk about the uh, direct that just came out. Um, I thought it was very good. You know, I saw Mario vs. Donkey Kong remake. That's nice. And, uh, yeah, a lot of good, good Nintendo games coming out. But, you know, there's just one game that uh, really caught my interest near the end, and uh, it's a certain DLC called Mario Kart 8 Deluxe Booster Course Pass. Now, when I saw that, I was pretty excited because I saw a certain character that showed up. Not just any character, but a certain red-capped chimpanzee. And, uh, and I, all, this, this is all I have to say. This, this is all I have to say about that. Well, thank you for the call. I always appreciate a caller who has monkey noises queued up, ready to go. <laughs> Like-minded traveler there. I will even forgive you for calling Diddy Kong a chimpanzee. I, 
that that's how great I'm feeling about all of this right now. <laughs> I know he's sometimes called a chimp in the games. It's wrong. It's like Curious George probably isn't a monkey. Curious George is probably supposed to be a chimp, but he's called a monkey. Ah! I like how the callers so far have both pretty much summed up the nicest things I've ever heard anyone say about Mario versus Donkey Kong. Like, oh, that's neat. It looks like it'll be pretty fun. That's fine. You know, it's kind of like taking your medicine with a spoonful of sugar, isn't it? Because Mm. for all of the chaos surrounding this leak... And, and everybody feeling pessimistic. Not everybody. I, you know, that's again, when I say comments like that, I don't literally mean everybody, but pe- people are feeling pessimistic about Mario versus Donkey Kong. Not only do we get it in the best possible way it could be, but also we get really, really awesome news that makes us just kind of like forgive the fact that, well, we're also getting Mario versus Donkey Kong, but you know, but we're getting Diddy Kong in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. We're getting Funky Kong. So I, I think like that's one of the, the best things about this is everybody's actually appreciating Mario versus Donkey Kong for what it is versus what it's not. So yeah, had it not been for the leaks, this would have just been like a two cake situation. Like, okay, we we have this incredible news. This this is finally happening. Diddy, we're getting Diddy and Funky in Mario Kart 8. Holy shit! And also, they're remaking Mario vs. Donkey Kong. Isn't that nice? It, it reminds me of E3 2001. And, and, you know, it's like, oh, Coconut Crackers as well. You mm-hmm, know, like, mm-hmm. like I, I was excited about Coconut Crackers. Don't get me wrong. But Donkey Kong Racing kind, kind of uh, eclipsed all. So... All right. Uh, call five, Josh. Call five. We're 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 knocking them out one after another. We're gonna get there. We're gonna do this. Hey, this is Captain Bratley of the Captain Bratley Twitter account. This is my first time calling into DK Vine. I got a dilemma for you guys. If yeah, as you know, Dixie Kong was uh, not in the final wave of Mario Kart Eight Deluxe Wave Six, and. Uh, as you may have recalled in your DK Vine Lego set video, you said in about an hour in that Dixie Kong's set was the lowest selling set of the Mario Kart sets. And, uh, I just got this fear in my heart that like, uh, she's kinda screwed. Her future in the franchise has never been more at stake than it has now. Like, She's not going to be in any of the Mario Kart things following the Wave 6, if there is anything following Wave 6. And if the Lego set's being sold, I'm just getting this feeling that, like, she's not part of the franchise anymore. She's just going to, like, get cut, you know? Like, it just it just has... It's, maybe I'm overreacting a bit. Maybe I'm not. I don't know. It's just, like... Is if there's anything, anything at all that you can do to assure me that like uh, Dixie Kong isn't going to be cut or anything, be be sure to let me know, man. I'm just I'm, I'm coping hard, man. Like it seems like she ain't gonna be in the franchise anymore. Like anyway, uh, I gotta get back to work. See uh, uh, uh Kyle, I guess I don't know. <laughs> Oh, Captain Radley. Oh, come here. It's going to be okay. It, no reason to panic. No, none at all. See, what you have to understand is that 
Nintendo doesn't have the woke mind virus. Oh, no. That so many other companies have nowadays. No, they know that the people don't want women in video games. What's the point of playing as a woman in a video game? Like, I don't, I don't know. There's, there's something wrong with you, I think, if you want to do that. So, therefore, they kept Dixie Kong out of Mario Kart as a favor to us. It's, it's for us, dude. I, I would just like to say that the uh, satirical comments of the Geek Critique, despite being a parody and in no way reflective of the Geek Critique itself, in no way reflect the opinions of DK Vine. <laughs> Thank you, Heil. <laughs> yes. Uh, Josh is being silly there. So, don't, don't, don't worry. Okay, so, I, I could sense, I, I could sense true fear in your voice there, Captain. And I, I just want to assure you that, yes, when I read those sales statistics in the Lego episode, that was the fact at that moment in time. I believe since then the Dixie Kong Lego set has eclipsed Rambi. She 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 she's actually sold more since then. Um that was just a snapshot of the first week. So don't worry there. Also Nintendo's not going to retire Dixie Kong. There's there, they're not. The, no. it, it's um this this sounds a lot like we did 20 years ago with Diddy Kong. Um <laughs> Dixie Kong being in Mario Kart traditionally isn't a thing at all, but also, like, I think, I I think, like, so many Donkey Kong characters that you wouldn't even think of as being safe are safe going forward. When you just look at what characters have been referenced in this sort of 10 years of, um stop gaps, you, you, you have the five original Animal Buddies referenced in... Um, Donkey Kong Adventure in Mario plus Rabbit's Kingdom Battle. You have Ellie being referenced in theme park. You have, of course, King K. Ruleback, thanks to Smash Brothers. And above them all are what we call now the Tropical Freeze 5. Donkey, Diddy, Dixie, Cranky, and Funky. They are the elite of the Donkey Kong series. I think those five... You never have to worry about. Will they appear in every game going forward, be it Donkey Kong or otherwise? No. But they're always going to be around. They're always going to be appearing here or there. Um, and I think that, uh, like, if, if you want to worry about any characters, you should worry about the Brothers Bear. Um, yeah. Trough and Scoff. Yeah, like there there are characters <laughs> where if you're a diehard fan of say uh Sprout the Beanstalk from off of Donkey Kong 64, then yeah, I would worry. Cuz I don't know what the odds are of seeing Sprout the Beanstalk again. Dixie Kong, she's the like third main character in the series. She's fine. Yeah, and not only that, she is the most prominent female character in the series and especially as far as playable characters go. I really um, I really don't think that there's anything to worry about there. Yeah, like, like, the Donkey Kong 64 trio, like, they're, they're always going to be sort of on the bubble coming or going. Like, uh, it was shocking Chunky Kong appeared in the Mario movie. Even more shocking Swanky Kong appeared. But Dixie wasn't that much of a surprise she was there. And, um, so yeah, she's not in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe. It's a bummer, but 
she's she's going to be around. And once the Donkey Kong series does come back with the new mainline game, I think it's it's going to be one of those things like, why were we ever worried about Diddy Kong? Were we seriously ever having this debate that Nintendo's going to retire Diddy Kong? It's going to be the same thing with Dixie. Just ha- have a little faith because I don't see any p- possible future where they just forget about Dixie. And I'd also say that as far as the sales of the Lego sets go, like that kind of surprised me, honestly, because, you know, I had already gone out and like looked at the prices of the, of all those sets. I'd already gotten Rambi. Um, Cause you know, Rambi was, Rambi is like the cheapest one. So if anyone, if anything, I would expect that one to sell the best. Dixie's the next cheapest. Then the DK set, then the, then the Diddy and Funky set. And to your point about those being like, you know, the, the, like the the main five that we don't have to worry about those are the five kongs that you get in the lego set yeah yep exactly so i think early on because you know you were talking about this you were talking about these these sales of the lego sets like less than a week i think after mm-hmm. they were released yeah so what you had right then were like you know the hardcore lego collectors right and what are they gonna and what are they gonna get first the big most expensive most impressive sets and, um, and and to further like add to your point, uh, we haven't even entered the holiday shopping season yet. It's still exactly these summer. things are going to have long tails. Yeah, exactly. So uh, ironically for Dixie, <laughs> she's tucking it, Josh. I tell you. <laughs> anyway, yeah, yeah. Long live Dixie Kong, even if she's not in Mario Kart Eight Deluxe. And you know what? If she's in a racing game again, I hope it's a Donkey Kong racing game. I'll say it. All right. Thank you. Thank you for the call. Breathe deep, Radley. And you know what? I, I think Radley's in good shape. I think we're going to see Radley the Rattlesnake again within the next 30 years. That's my bold prediction oh boy. right now. Yeah, that's right. All right. Well, he, he, he was at least referenced, albeit misspelled, in Mario Odyssey. That's something. He was also referenced misspelled in Banjo-Kazooie. So, yeah. Who knows where he'll be misspelled next? <laughs> All right, let's play our next call. Hey, what's going on, DK Vine and uh, the Geek Critique? It's John Tessier here calling in for another episode of the Kongversation. Uh, and I'd just like to say I loved that Nintendo Direct. I thought it was uh, incredible for uh, lots of reasons. But uh, if we're focusing on the, the DKU, the Donkey Kong universe, uh, I do think Mario versus Donkey Kong looks like a very fun game. Now, I'll admit... I have never played the game before. I know it's a remake of the uh, the Game Boy Advance game. But I think it's a cool concept, and I think it looks great. I think the visuals are awesome. Uh, and I, I personally can't wait to dive in. I don't know if I'll like it. You know, like I said, I've never played it before. But I, I'm, I'm definitely interested, and I'm, I'm willing to give it a shot. And I understand some people might be a little bit upset with this announcement. And I totally get that. I wanted a mainline DK game. Just as much as anyone. But I think this is a step in the right direction. It means the DK brand is still alive. Uh, it means it's still going strong. And there's tons of people like myself who haven't played these games before and will discover them. And as is always said on the conversation, any DK game could be a person's first DK game. So we need to remember that we're going to get new fans because of this game. And I think it's a great addition I think we should be happy about it. Obviously, we're all happy about Diddy Kong and Funky Kong and Mario Kart, without question. But uh, for this one, I, I, I do see a little bit, some people upset. And I just want to say, I, I understand that you're upset, and I get the disappointment. But stay strong. Uh, 
good stuff is coming on the way. They wouldn't be making a new DK game like this if big stuff wasn't coming. So can't wait to play the game. Can't wait to hear your guys' thoughts. Uh, I'll be listening uh, on the live stream. So, uh, yeah, can't wait to hear your thoughts on this. Uh, have a good one. Bye. Well, thank you uh, for the call, John. Um, Josh, one thing we haven't mentioned as far as Mario versus Donkey Kong goes is the um, local co-op being added to this remake where you can oh, yeah. join with Mario as Toad or a Toad um, to, to fight Donkey Kong <laughs> in unison. We're never sure if it's, if it's the Toad or a Toad. But yeah, yes. they, 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 they've, really, they've really screwed the pooch on that one at this point. But... Um, like local co-op in 2023, it's the same problem I had with Battletoads 2020. I'm like, oh man, this game would be amazing to play with my friends. It's a shame my friends live all the, you know across the world, and I have no friends in my local space um, who would want to play this with me at the very least. Um, I'm not but- that far away, man. I can come over. Yeah, okay. It's still, yeah, I, I think if you drive through Great Smoky Mountain National Park and I drive mm-hmm. from Shenandoah National Park, we can meet halfway. Um, the Blue Ridge Parkway. Dude, yeah, I know exactly where that is, actually. No, I, that I, would not I've, thought, that far. I've thought about it. If I came to visit you, that's exactly mm-hmm. the route I would take. Um, mm-hmm. Because it's scenic, and I would see bears. Mm-hmm. It is. Yeah. So, <laughs> um, so yeah, I, that will be cool, because I think for part of the reason it's hard for me to get into a game like Mario vs. Donkey Kong, despite pitting me against, you know one of my heroes donkey kong is that um there's that sense <laughs> of isolation where you're you're just going at it alone and it might be fun to play with a friend yeah and i would also say that you know a lot of a lot of um my friends in real life are really about half of them at this point uh, are having kids of their own now which is utterly like ridiculous to me because like that 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 would eat that would eat into my video game time so much but a, a, a mode like this you know it would be perfect to play with your child oh yeah i hadn't thought about people having kids that's <laughs> yeah <laughs> i don't know i've stood in front of the microwave too long it's not going to happen um <laughs> i like we'll say to to their point um about this being somebody's first Donkey Kong game and then becoming a fan of Donkey Kong because of it. I'm not sure what impression they'll walk away from this you know concerning Donkey Kong, considering he's a uh, like he he abducts toads in this game, like his fanaticism for the mini Mario toys is such that he basically um commits several felonies along the way um we we have of course explained that away at DK Vine thanks to the subliminal advertising of the Mario Toy Company. It it messes with Donkey Kong's brain and he becomes s- sort of a madman um with without any fault of his own and then of course Mario eventually, you know, goes to court with the the ad company and there's a whole story we don't get there, but generally Donkey Kong and Mario, you know, break bread after this, and and Donkey Kong enters this period of recovery where he he comes back from his fanaticism that was induced thanks to this commercial. It's a real sob story for Donkey Kong. So yeah, I think it can make people it was sympathetic to Donkey Kong so long as they understand our fanon. 
See, it was a it was a very uh, fun time for me uh, early early on while I was while I was starting the Geek Critique. To I'm, sorry, present... I'm sorry, Josh. I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I have to applaud Andre, just Andre in our live stream, sure. who screams, which is what gave him his inoculation against the Tiki spell. Exactly. Yes. He already <laughs> had too much of... brainwashing, or he knew how to make himself immune from it. It all ties together exactly and that's <laughs> i was sort of building in that direction i enjoyed presenting dk vine fanon without crediting dk vine <laughs> when i was making the geek episodes on donkey kong games uh-huh. to just sort of present them as if oh yeah of course this is exactly how it works yeah like the the the, the tiki's blast out of freeze easy peak and that's why it's not there anymore I know people make fun of our fanon because of the chest of time. Freezer's bringing up the chest of time right now. I, I knew it was mm-hmm. coming. I knew somebody was going to bring up the chest of time. But generally, I'm proud of our fanon because it's all concocted with a strain of um, credibility. Like, we, we, we don't just pull it out of thin air. We look at the evidence. Why is Donkey Kong <laughs> acting this way? Well, he starts acting weird immediately after watching a TV commercial for mm-hmm, these toys. Mm-hmm. Ergo vis-a-vis uh but you know we we don't we don't just like invent stuff and and then say this is this is like we acknowledge it's it's made up fanon but then it's also fun to see how it ties in to the lore and like to andre's point it kind of works with later events so it does yeah there because there is otherwise no explanation for why the brainwashing doesn't work on donkey kong so Gibbon says, break bread. Mario is literally an asshole to DK for the rest of the series. In fact, later games uh, have plots involving Pauline keeping Mario occupied by making use of the fact that he's so prejudiced against DK. Laugh out loud. I'm not arguing the fact that uh, Mario's an asshole. I'm just saying that um, generally Mario vs. Hong Kong games end with them having some sort of peace. So it explains why they're getting along in other games. Like, the 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 rivalry the antagonism doesn't keep up at the end of Mario versus Donkey Kong games and in fact i think the super mario brothers movie will help new players to mario versus donkey kong sort of understand it that they they have they're they're frenemies like they're 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 not like dyed in the wool like bitter hated rivals they're um they get along sometimes they uh they feud sometimes but they always come together in the end so And and Bluster Kong nineteen ninety six says, Erm, actually it's Gorilla Glacier. Yeah, Freezer was asking if I meant to call it Freeze Easy Peak. No, I did not mean to call it Freeze Easy Peak. It I, was Gorilla Glacier. Yeah. The thing is, Josh, we're so in tune, I knew exactly what you meant. I didn't even pick up that you misspoke. <laughs> wow, I am very flattered by that. That <laughs> that makes me feel better about it that you didn't even notice. You didn't even catch that one. Because I'm just on your way Because I had man. no idea either. I, I'm just vibing yeah. with you. I, I just, you know, whatever. All right, <laughs> let's let's play call number seven. Hey, we're halfway there almost. Living on a prayer. <laughs> Hello once again to the illustrious Josh of the Geek Critique. Hiles here too, I suppose. So, man, what about that direct, right? Did you see the Thousand Year Door remake? Did you see it? And we're not here to talk about that, though. Uh, we're here to talk about some monkeys. So, first of all, um, Mario vs. Donkey Kong, uh, 
I was one of those people who saw the rumor that something DK was coming, and like an idiot, I allowed myself to get excited, and look where that got me. In all seriousness, it, it looks fine, but it's not the Donkey Kong project I want right now. Like, I don't want a game where Donkey Kong is just a big jackass who kidnaps people and you gotta fight them. I wanna be Donkey Kong, and I wanna go on an adventure. But whatever, the, the game will come sometime. They're not just gonna keep Donkey Kong dead forever. He's just dead right now. Um, I am excited to hear those cutscenes again, though, right? The, the, hey, you big monkey! You know, that, that's the good stuff. Speaking of good stuff, Mario Kart, man, not only was it Diddy, it was Diddy, it was Funky, it was Pauline, and Peach had too, I guess. Like, <laughs> that was just really awesome, man. You know, like, I, I thought we'd only get one DK character, but we got, like, two and a half. I personally consider Pauline, like, half a DK character and half a Mario character. That's just how it is in my head. We got, like, two and a half DK characters. I never thought that would happen. I'm really stoked about that. I'm really happy with how Mario Kart 8's booster course pass ended up after we got freaking Wiggler last time, right? They they really turned it around. Um, So I don't have too much to say. Just uh, really, really want to see that new Donkey Kong game. I know that's what we're all feeling, but, man... I want to see that. But good direct. We still got good stuff happening, right? We got good stuff here. Also, before I go, I just want you to know, Josh, that it was your videos specifically that made me a Sonic fan, and I'll never forgive you. You shouldn't. Now I'm involved with the Sonic the Hedgehog fandom and the, the cycle and the games, and it's your fault. My suffering is on your hands. So there you go. Well, thank you for the call. Josh, you make friends everywhere you go. Oh, hi, I'll carry the show for a minute. I have to go delete my channel. <laughs> um, no, I, I think this caller sums it up pretty well. I, I, I do um, want to say for everybody who's like, I want the new Donkey Kong game. I'm right there with you. Like, I know I'm keeping up the, the, the Zen, like, you know, keep calm. But, you know, you saw how I was back in June. Um, I, 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 I was starting to break then. Um, I really do feel like this year in particular feel, and I'm not saying it means we're getting something announced next year. I, I, I would, I would think next year would be likely, but, um, this does feel like 2009 to me where we're getting little whiffs. We're getting little like suggestions that maybe something is coming, but it it feels like we're in this big, vast wasteland right now when it comes to Donkey Kong content, even though we have more to go off of than we did back in 2009. Like, the fact that, once again, I hate to always default to this, but there is a multi-million dollar theme park expansion centered around Donkey Kong happening in Osaka and Orlando, and that's not something that would be invested in for any, hey, we thing. we didn't we didn't have that in two thousand nine. We did not. No, and I I said <laughs> like before when I brought this up, you don't see F Zero getting that, and and I know F Zero just got a, a new game more or less. Um, but the the level of investment in F Zero ninety nine compared to the millions of dollars poured into Donkey Kong as we speak. Don't worry, don't worry. But um, 
Yeah, and and I'll add because you know he he talked about the uh, Mario Kart Eight Booster Course stuff. I've been a little like ever since that direct, I've had this. I've like we 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 currently don't have a clear picture of when this final booster course pass is coming out. Uh-huh. But watching that made me realize, you know, you know, I I need to I need to get back to Mario Kart Eight. I need to need to play some of those new levels again. And but now I, I'm constantly like, oh, but I need to wait until Diddy is there. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, so now I'm, it, 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 I'm I'm having this weird thing where this game that I bought nine years ago that I've played to death that I could play right now has this thing where it's like, ooh, I can't wait until I can play that again. Yeah, for me, I can't wait to play the original Mario Kart 8 tracks with Diddy, with Funky. Mm-hmm. Like, especially the Donkey Kong Country Returns, um, the DK Jungle track from Mario Kart 7. Oh, I know. It's going to be so good. The one that was actually made by Retro Studios to be able to drive around Matt as Diddy and Funky, who wasn't even in DKC Returns. Oh, man. Oh, man. I'm excited about that. But uh, thank thank you for the call. And um, thank you. you And I apologize. Yeah, it's it's Josh's fault. I didn't do anything. (laughs) I'm innocent. All right. Call number eight. Hello. Kyle and um, Josh. So Diddy Kong is finally in Mario Kart 8. And I'm very excited about this. I've been following Mario Kart 8 since it came out. Um, I remember the E3, it was announced. Uh, I actually fell asleep and slept through that E3. And I woke up to uh, Mario Kart 8 and Tropical Freeze and all that. And it was great. Anyways, uh, as far as this round of DLC... Um, completely shocked me. I, uh, I was one of the many who thought Diddy and Pauline were like, um, the best choices. Uh, maybe not shoe-ins. I, they could have really picked anyone else, but I'm really happy that those two got in and Funky Kong and Peachette. Peachette is definitely the, the funniest kit here, but I'm just really happy Finally, Diddy Kong is in this game, and it finally feels like a complete Mario Kart. I cannot believe how long it took him to get in, and that he was able to get in at the last possible moment uh, is very rewarding. Um, anyways, uh, yeah, I mean, it's cool. I really don't know what else <laughs> to say about it. Um, he looks very cute. I like how cute he is. They made him cute. Thank you for the call. Yeah, yeah, Josh, what do you think about Diddy's design in this game, uh, Mario Kart 8 Deluxe? Like, Oh, I, I mean, I quite like it. I I uh, did the thing on, on YouTube. You can pause a video and then use, I think it's the period and comma keys on your keyboard if you're watching YouTube on something with a keyboard, like some sort of freak. Yeah. But I do. And... Uh, if it, you can you can go frame by frame. So I was like, yeah, I was watching his animations. I was like, how much, how long could we see Funky Kong back there before like my brain registered that that was him? Right. Usually the <laughs> so, only the only thing I watch frame by frame is the Zap Rooter footage. So <laughs> when I, when I was doing this, I was just waiting for the shot to come from the book depository. And, and yet, there's all kinds of just early conversation style jokes on this episode. Yeah. Yeah. And and then, you know, they rush JFK to the hospital and then they tell me he's mm-hmm. dead. But then several years later, I get a call. Anyway, thank you for the call. <laughs> thank you for the call. <laughs> All right, JFK, blown away. What else do I have to say? 
Let's find out with call number nine. Number nine, number nine. I'm just layering the references in here. Hey, this is Jennifer. Sorry, it's been a while since I've called in, but I was in the hospital. But I wanted to call in and let you know oh, no. about my thoughts on today's Nintendo Direct. Uh, basically, it was uh, a lot of highs and a lot of moments where they treated a game I never heard of like it was some really big deal. Uh, the Kongs are cool. I'm wondering what the hell Mario Kart 8 Deluxe's character select screen is going to look like now because they revealed more than two extra characters. Uh, my OCD can't have that even if that did give us both Funky Kong and Peachette. I'm probably the only person who actually wanted Peachette. Uh, Mario versus Donkey Kong is just a monkey's paw scenario. And... Uh, yeah, that's pretty much it. Oh, and uh, Paper Mario, obviously. I'd talk about that, but this is Donkey Kong, and that's not Paper Donkey Kong. That would be a cool game, actually, Paper Donkey Kong. Think, fanonize that for me, Heil, would you? All right, talk to you later. Bye. Thank you for the call, Jennifer. Nice to hear from you again. I am glad you're out of the hospital. I hope my <laughs> the statement I made immediately preceding your call... Uh, wasn't in bad taste. So, um, yeah, what roster? The question about Paper Donkey Kong okay. would be, now, would this be, would, would Paper Donkey Kong make something part of the DKU, or would we see Paper Donkey Kong the way that we see, for example, Giant Donkey Kong from Alpha Super Smash Brothers 64 as a, a separate entity from, from Prime Donkey Kong? So we've had this discussion before here at DK Vine. Um, mm -hmm. so we like, like what if they reboot Star Fox and it's technically a different timeline, but crystal appears what right then. Right. And I, I believe the, the understanding is a multiversal variant of a character could potentially still count per DKU rules. Like for example, if I was a fanatic of the Fox, the 20th century Fox X-Men films, uh, I would personally include Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness uh, as, as part of my chronology because a variant of uh, Patrick Stewart's Professor X, Charles Xavier, appears in that movie. Spoilers, I'm sorry. Um, so it's been been out for like almost two years now. I know, I'm, I, I can't I can't dance around everything. So I I think like. It would be the same thing, even if it wasn't our Donkey Kong. But then you could also make the argument, well, it could just be our Donkey Kong with a different art style. Um, just like Mr. Pants is a stick figure man, um, but but he exists within the same world as Banjo and, and what have you, but he's not. You know. I le Legitimately, I think the deciding factor would be, um, is he based on the Miyamoto design or the Kev Bayless design? I think that's what would do yeah. it. Yeah, but um, I, I don't think you'd go paper Donkey Kong. I, I one one of the things I've always suggestions I've always liked is like a wood carving kind of style or or something that's more akin to um, traditional African art or something. Like I I think like if we're gonna have like a very crafty style Donkey Kong game in in the mode of like Paper Mario or Yoshi's Wooly World or or whatever, then I think. Kirby's Epic Yarn, I think you would um, have to go in something that fits the aesthetic of Donkey Kong more. 
Right, so you would go with ACM rendered plastic. Oh man, oh man, I I just got a little aroused when you said that. <laughs> so did I, Heil. So did I. <laughs> uh, I want those big plasticky palm trees back, man. Um, so we also should probably talk about the roster screen because people are really hung up on this. How do you think the roster screen is going to work now that it's asymmetrical? I'm probably the wrong person to ask because, like, I was just playing Super Smash Brothers Ultimate the other day. And for the first time, I noticed, hey, you know, it's kind of funny. There's slots for, like, way more levels than this, but they're, they're just not there. It kind of makes it unbalanced. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. At, at this point, like, this would be something I would be hung up on. If, uh, like, Diddy had been in years ago, the fact mm-hmm. that Diddy and Funky's inclusion um, helps create this uh, asymmetry makes me not care about it one bit. Like, I, I suffer from a tinge of OCD. I'm not diagnosed or anything. I just know how my brain operates. And this would traditionally bother me. It can't bother me, though, because the victory that comes with it is such... That exactly. it's it's just it's just a nothing burger to me. So, uh, thank you for the call, Jennifer. I am I'm really glad you're out of the hospital. It's great mm-hmm. to hear from you again. Uh, you you you. I, always... I love that without even trying to, she managed to basically continue the bit. Yeah, yeah. Made made me look even worse, which I I always <laughs> appreciate. Oh, I I'm the monster here. Okay, now I know how Donkey Kong feels in Mario versus Donkey Kong. So see, it's all listen. Heil was watching television commercials before we started the episode, so that that's why it's 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 their fault, not his. Right. I I'm eventually gonna get bombed by an Italian plumber, and then I'm gonna come to my senses, and um, <laughs> I'll 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 recover by appearing in uh, Mario Golf Advance Tour. Which was his appearance immediately after <laughs> Mario versus Donkey Kong, and and he he barely speaks in that game. And I said on DK Vine, I said it's because he's suffering from depression after his actions in Mario versus Donkey Kong. So you see, the fanon <laughs> holds together, Josh. And I I too will be in that game with an extra finger. <laughs> well, Diddy Diddy wasn't an advanced tour. He was he was referenced, but he wasn't actually in advanced tour. That was Toadstool Tour. Just oh my, my my I I I did not buy a lot of Game Boy Advance games. Regrettably, that's okay. The Game Boy Advance is probably my favorite system of all time. Um, e- even if my favorite games of all time aren't actually on it, it's a weird paradox. But I I love the GBA. It's uh, for me like those four rare games published by THQ. Well. Three and Banjo Pilot are just some mm-hmm. of the best things they ever did. So um, no, I I wish I wish that I had that I had paid more attention to the Game Boy Advance at the time because it had in spades so much of what I felt gaming was missing at that time. It, yeah, 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 and I I lament there not being an equivalent to the GBA in Nintendo's portfolio now. Now that's all Switch or mobile titles. I'm just like. I really wish we had these kind of lower budget um, games that that you walked in with these expectations, but they can then just bowl you over with their quality or presentation. Oh man! Yeah, I mean, we we shouldn't get into it too much here, but sort of re- sort of related to that, there's been some discussion about how Mario versus Donkey Kong 
the remake is going to retail for fifty dollars. Yeah. Whereas, of course, the original retailed for. I mean, it's a remake of a Game Boy Advance game. The Game Boy Advance game was like, like what thirty, thirty five. Yeah, but you know, keeping up with inflation though. I mean. It's inflation, right? Like you can't really <laughs> compare the two. It's just inflation. Like, have you seen the price of eggs? I mean, I'm a vegan now, so it doesn't really matter. But I people people complain to me. My parents, I, I visited my parents the other month, and they were complaining about the price of eggs. And I was just like, I don't care about this discussion. Are we done? <laughs> Thanks, Obama. <laughs> All right. Go, go. Yeah, yet another conversation, season two. Bit. Yeah, yeah. You're just dragging us into the political mire here, Josh. I'm trying to keep this politics-free and and everybody complains when I do it, but Josh comes in, makes it all political, and it's fine. <laughs> well, like most like most conversation season two bits, these bits were actually late night television bits fifteen years before that. They're even older than you think. <laughs> all right, call number ten. We've hit double digits. Let's go. Hey, how's it going, guys? I just wanted to drop by real quick just to to say how how grateful, how relieved I am. I'm more relieved more so than hyped because, man, it would have been terrible if we didn't get Diddy and, uh, or, uh, my brain's flat right now. God damn it. Anyway, um... But yeah, no, uh, I grew up playing Diddy Kong Racing and talking. My main racer was Conker and just, you know, seeing he was there since the beginning with Diddy. You know, I got a connection with Diddy. So seeing him in this game relieved Mario Kart 8 is saved. But yeah, y'all have a good rest of your podcast. Talk to y'all later. Thank you for the call. I, I, I appreciate the calls, Josh, where we just hear... Because a lot of these came in very shortly after the direct, so you can just hear the sensible, like, just just like sheer actual authentic relief and joy mm-hmm. in so many of these calls. Um, cracked me up when you forgot Funky Kong. Oh, I thought they were talking about Pichette. Oh, okay. Was that, no, they were they were trying to remember Funky. You said okay. It was a very on brand way to forget Funky Kong. <laughs> it just, was. Yeah. My brain is fried. <laughs> Um, yeah, like, of course, you know, I I would rather play as Diddy Kong in a Diddy Kong racing game, but let's be honest, you know, the, the only likelihood we have for anything concerning Diddy Kong racing is getting it on NSO, um, which I'm also disappointed we didn't get any NSO announcements, nothing, nothing along the lines of, hey, GoldenEye is, is on, uh, NSO, like, I want Diddy Kong Racing on NSO, Josh. Like, um, well, it's it's been a year, and we still don't have all of the N sixty four games that they originally announced. Yeah, so, perhaps we'll hear about more after that point. Again, trying to ascribe motive to Nintendo and the way they do things is a lot. Like, it's just a fallacy. You just can't actually do it. So, why do people continue to try? I don't know, but um. Yeah, yeah, we're we're all happy here. We're all we're all happy Diddy's in it. All right, thank you for the call. Diddy and Funky. Sorry, I forgot him too. Uh let's go ahead and play number eleven. 
Hey, hi, oh, hey, Josh. Uh, it's Ryan. Some listeners may remember me from the call sack episode. And uh, can I just say, since then, Heil, you you really sold me on this whole uh, DK Vine thing. I think it's something I could finally get behind. Uh, in fact, I, I'm so behind it that here I am trying to squeeze in a call before it's too late. Uh, now, it's no secret that in this Nintendo Direct, the extent of Donkey Kong news was like was relegated to characters appearing in Mario games. Um, d- despite everything that the Donkey Kong franchise had going into it, leading up to this direct, you know, the, the Legos came out, the theme parks coming up next year, uh, the Mario movie appearances, all of that. But in spite of everything, it's kind of bittersweet that Donkey Kong didn't really appear in this direct. And the reason I say that is because while obviously it's upsetting that we don't have any news on the new Donkey Kong game still, it sort of cemented to me that at this point, the Donkey Kong game has to be a next-gen release. Whether or not that's as a launch title or as an early release in the next system's life cycle, I obviously can't say, but... Uh, that's just my assertion. That's just my takeaway from all of this. I'm very interested in hearing uh, what both of you have to say about this. Obviously, you have more of an expertise than I do. You understand more of the historical precedent. Um, but other than that, um, I'm still hopeful for the future of Donkey Kong, and I hope you two have a great day. Well, thank you for the call, Ryan. And uh, I sold them on DK Vine, and they didn't blame me for anything. So uh, I think I'm coming <laughs> out ahead in the calls. But, yeah, but. Freezer in the chat said that uh, she she was introduced to DK Vine via me, and she blamed me for it. So <laughs> I say, no, you're welcome. Well, I, I, I'm glad you're here. I would I would so much rather be here than be in the Sonic fandom, Freezer. Oh, oh God. Yeah, you know what? I'm proud of the Donkey Kong fandom, all things considered. Like, I know we we have our drama, but I, I think we're holding together pretty well, all things considered. I think so, yeah. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, <laughs> I, I try to do my part. I obviously am not the sole arbiter of, you know, the direction the fandom goes in. The, the fandom is huge and sprawling and extends way beyond DK Vine. But, you know, given my limited platform, I, I try to keep everyone positive w- when I can. But, um, yeah, Ryan, to your point, I, I, I honestly don't know. Like, we, we, we touched upon this. I could see it yeah. one way. I could see it the other way. I honestly don't even really care. I just want it. It would be a shame not to get a brand new mainline Donkey Kong game on the Switch and and if it in fact does come on the next console, um, whatever it may be called, I'm gonna just view Donkey Kong Adventure, the Mario Plus Rabbids Kingdom Battle DLC that was like a whole like separate sub game with, within Kingdom Battle. I'm gonna view that as the mainline Donkey Kong game by default. I know most people would say Tropical Freeze, but while well, Tropical Freeze was the Wii U game, and, and we can't you know 
can't have it be the one for both consoles. So anyway, but um Yeah, but like 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 most games that came out on the Wii U, nobody seemed to really know it existed until it came out on the Switch, which was just as a Wii as a Wii U owner was always sure. the most surreal thing to me. But again, this is all like talking about like stressing about the 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 way the roster select screen in Mario Kart 8 Deluxe is um laid out like it's it's all meaningless like oh it would be fun as a historical fact to say like donkey kong didn't necessarily sit out the switch or you know he was on the switch but there's all these caveats it it all doesn't mean anything because of the unique position donkey kong found itself in as a brand as a series um thanks to really this is all just again the the aftershocks of the rare buyout 21 years ago where yeah, yeah, you know, Donkey Kong had a home, then he didn't have a home, and he kind of bounced around before landing at Retro, but Retro was never going to be a permanent solution. You could eke out two games from that relationship, but then Retro would inevitably move on, and then what do you do? And then Donkey Kong went to somebody else, and then that fell through, so then they they have to give Donkey Kong his own home. So it's been a decade, of, essentially, of of this because they never resolved this after the buyout, essentially. Like, they probably should have just taken Donkey Kong internally then, but then we would have lost out on some really great games, so I'm glad they didn't. We just have to suffer the consequences now. I would say, you know, you the, the you, you talked about our expertise and our, such as it is, and our understanding of the historical precedent. I would say just... Given how successful the Switch has been, how long this game has been in development, and just like really more than anything else, just how enormous the Switch's install base is, assuming that this Donkey Kong game isn't more than like three years away, I would be shocked if it didn't at least have a version released on the Switch. Yeah. On the original model. That's true. Like Twilight Princess it. Screw it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Breath of the Wild, Wii U, and Switch. Oh, is that that? That's what I meant. That's what I meant. Breath of the Wild. Well, they both did. They both did it. Yeah, but I here's the thing, Josh. I conflated the two because of how little I care. <laughs> and, and yeah, yeah. I'll, I'll say, <laughs> I'm weird. I'll say I'm weird. related to that. Mo- m- multiple callers have brought up a, a certain other remake that, that that got announced, and just like you know, uh, Jennifer earlier was talking about how. Oh, they started talking about a game and treating it with importance that I've really never heard of before. And that's kind of what that one <laughs> like I've heard of it, of course. I've never played it and I can't say I'm I'm nearly as into it. So, it's nice to come on here where uh, you know, like-minded weirdos abound. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> the most exciting thing was Diddy Kong being revealed for Mario Kart 8. Yeah, and that brief like 30 seconds where I entertained that Lanky Kong was going to be in Trombone Champ. He'd be a perfect fit. I thought the, I thought Lanky would be a perfect fit in arms, but we didn't get that happening either. So, uh, <laughs> oh, well, oh, yeah, hope- I remember in, in the in the inner circle, you were talking before Diddy was revealed. You were going on about how uh, the, 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 the Princess Peach game, the enemy involves grapes. And then we got Trombone Champ. So it's like. It's like, are they setting, are they teasing Funky Kong? Lanky Kong, yeah, yeah. Lanky Kong, Lanky, Lanky Kong loves his grapes. By the way, you can get your It's Getting Late, Have You Seen My Grapes shirt on the DK Vine merchandise store 
at T Public. Find us at dkbandcom forward slash merchandise. And if you still don't have it, or you ha- are you're not at least thinking about getting one, what's wrong with you? What's wrong with you? I can safely say that nobody has it because we've only <laughs> sold one, and that was a gag gift I sent to Jeff. <laughs> All right. Well, then Jeff has it at least. Well, yeah, but Jeff's not going to wear it. I got you. All right. Let's play <laughs> our 12th call. Hello, it's me, Donkey Kong. Woohoo! I mean, uh, oh, banana. I just called to tell you to pre order my brand new game, Mario vs. Donkey Kong. I promise it will satisfy all of the Donkey Kong fans. As you know, I was like Donkey Kong. I promise. You can trust me. Now, I'm not going to go now, but before I leave, I just want to say thank you so much for playing my game. I mean, the Donkey Kong game. I mean, my dumb shit. I think Charles Martinet is starting to crack up with retirement. I don't know. So, that one took me a minute. I was a little behind. But... Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh... <laughs> okay. I, li- I-, I like when callers call in with bits. When, when-, when they're like, I'm going to do a routine. Because I- it-, it can't be easy because you're doing it without a net, right? You're You're calling in. On your phone, you got one take. So I, I admire the um, the courage it, it takes to do it. I'm not saying everybody do it. I'm just saying Every, when it happens. I am saying everybody. I'll say that one, once upon a time, I called in with a bit, and it had absolutely nothing. It was bad. You guys should not have played it, and you didn't. Clearly. Uh, all I did was make... All I did was make a wrestling reference. I challenge you to be like me. Call in with a bit that we won't play. <laughs> so... People do bring up, like, hi you don't have to play all the calls. And and I, I, here's the thing. I, I'm a soft touch. Like, if people call in, I don't want to, like, waste their time. But if we mm-hmm. ever hit the point where we got, like, 20 calls on a regular basis, I would not be able to play all the calls. I would have to start, like, weeding them out. I would have to start, like, picking, like, the cream of the crop. So th- this is just under that threshold, <laughs> you know? <laughs> um, but, um Yeah. All right, let's let's play our penultimate next to last call. You ready? I'm ready. Let's do it. Kyle and Josh Wallen of the Geek Critique, the Michael Jordan and Scottie Pippen, greatest duo. I just want to say, guys, um, huge fans of when you guys uh, collaborate together. And uh, I had to call in for this one because. Um, it's been a while since I called in Ohio. This is, by the way, Bullcraft Max. Sorry, didn't uh, didn't introduce myself in the beginning. Uh, long time listener, listen to every single show, every single episode. Um, but haven't called in a while, and I just want to find out from you guys what exactly is going on with this Donkey Kong, not March of the Minis, but the puzzle-like game. And and I asked this on Twitter, and I and I was a little worried because I'm like, oh man, is this is this the the Donkey Kong game that we've been teased about for so long. Is this EPD? Is this Nintendo EPD making this game? And like you said, thankfully it's not. So I'm very relieved to hear that, which is good. And I was still hoping for, for you know, a Donkey Kong announcement soon. But I guess, you know, I want to know your thoughts on is the next Donkey Kong game coming to the next-gen Switch? Because it looks like the final lifespan of the Switch is going to be just remakes and remasters. 
And, uh, yeah, that's kind of where the direction is. And I'm expecting Metroid Prime, Donkey Kong uh, 3D or 2D, whatever they're going to do, to be on the next-gen console. Uh, but curious what you guys have to say. Keep up the great work. Love when you guys collaborate together. You're literally, uh, you know, Josh, same thing. I'm a huge, huge fan of your of your channel. I've been following you since the Smash Brothers um, videos that you made. And hopefully soon you make the, the, the Smash Ultimate video. I'm really looking forward to all your new stuff coming. So keep up the good work, work guys. Um, thanks so much, Kyle, again, for doing what you do for the Duncan community, man. And, yeah, have a great day. Bye. Thank you for the call, Bullcraft Max. This is how much my brain has been besotted by DK Vine. You you took a while to introduce yourself, who you were, but I like immediately I was like, oh, it's Bullcraft Max. Like <laughs> I knew your voice, and you should find that creepy. But that's also the very first time I've ever been compared to either Michael Jordan or Scottie Pippen. Yeah, me too. Actually, I'm not sure which of us is which, but yeah. Either way, I'm gonna take it. I, I'm happy either way. Yeah, I'm I'm I'm, I'm going to ride this feeling because I don't think I'm <laughs> ever going to be compared to either one of them ever again. So I I feel pretty good right now. I'm a, I'm a <laughs> '90s era Chicago Bull. That's just terrific. But um, it's it's always nice to hear too from somebody who's been watching the channel since the point where. At the time, it felt like no one was watching the channel, so I really appreciate that too. Where, whereas I am always happy when nobody was watching me. When like back back in like ten years ago, I'm like, you you weren't <laughs> around then, were you? Good, good. Uh, <laughs> um, I, I was, but I'll do my best to stop dredging it up. Yeah, yeah. So of course, bullcrap brought up what we already discussed, but also kind of stumbled upon something. A point that hasn't been made that I feel like is worth addressing. For all of the remakes we are getting on the Switch in this era, and I feel like remakes have been part of the Switch's life from the very beginning. Like, all the Wii U ones, and now we're like going further back into Nintendo's catalog. But where is Donkey Kong Country Returns? Where mm. is the non-waggle version of that game that, that can stand on a console and be readily playable for people who are just getting into Donkey Kong thanks to things like the Super Mario Brothers movie, or we'll get into it next year thanks to the park in Osaka, or in 2025 thanks to the park in Orlando. Like, where where is the definitive version of Donkey Kong Country Returns? Yeah, honestly, I feel like this sub this could might be might be like a, an episode unto itself. Sure. <laughs> as, sure, as far as what we would want out of a out of a hypothetical, you know, perfect version, definitive version of Donkey Kong Country Returns. But yeah, it is it is kind of notable that it's it is very like you know I, I play the Switch a lot more than than like older Nintendo consoles at this point. And it, it's not, it's it's pretty often that I've come to that menu, looked at Tropical Freeze and been like, you know, but I haven't played Returns in a long time. It'd be really nice to have it on here. Yeah, you know, I, I've talked a lot about the stop gaps that came up after Tropical Freeze and, you know, to keep the Donkey Kong brand alive while they, you know, so, sort of waited, while while they bowed their time to, to get the new game up and running and one stopgap we haven't gotten is Donkey Kong Country Returns back again and about time too. So 
I, I don't... Donkey Kong Country Returns Returns. And of course, you know, you'd probably expect Retro to do it, and Retro's kind of got their hands full at the moment. They did do the Tropical Freeze remake. Um, so so I, I would think Returns would be an even easier game to bring over. I don't know why they haven't done it yet. Maybe, maybe that's in the works. Maybe we'll get, like, maybe next year, it being the 30th anniversary of Donkey Kong Country, here <laughs> I am trying to, again give motive to Nintendo, but next year is the 30th anniversary of DKC. We're getting the park in Osaka. Two big things, two big milestones. It would be great if we got, you know, a year of Donkey Kong releases. I don't know. Donkey Kong Country Returns for the Switch would be a pretty sweet little um, cherry on top of everything. So It would be, but I I, I do have, I, I can think of two potential reasons why maybe that hasn't happened. One, the, probably the simpler one, is just that Nintendo sees Tropical Freeze as the representation of that style of Donkey Kong game. Um, DKC Returns is generally considered to be the weaker of the two, so maybe the fact that Tropical Freeze is already on there, you know, they they figure, well, people would rather just have this, and we'd rather represent the brand with this. Uh, The other theory is that because Returns was originally released on a standard definition system that being the Wii it it would probably be a significant significantly more work to bring it up to mm. uh, uh high definition standard in terms of its assets its models its textures so either one of those could be it true true but i think it would still be a worthwhile endeavor given how foundational oh, it is to the modern era of donkey kong and donkey kong going forward absolutely i agree but you're right. That would be a great episode unto itself. So what are we doing? What are we doing here? <laughs> uh, <laughs> Save the gold, Hal. We, we, we've got one final call. So let's go ahead and play it. And we'll, we'll see where it takes us. All right. So Bowsette doesn't make any sense. Peachette is Toadette turning into Peach. So you would think Bowsette would be Toadette turning into Bowser. But instead, it's friggin' Bowser turning into Peach. Peach just, like, stole it from Toadette like she does to everyone else. It makes no sense. But, uh, I'm glad Diddy Kong's now playable. (laughs) So, didn't say their name. I think it's Rick. Because, again, I'm getting pretty good at recognizing some of our regular callers. Um, if it's not Rick, I apologize. Apologize to Rick and the caller, but I think it's Rick. Um, but thank you for ending on a light note. You got the call. Yeah, in. that was a, that was a great call to end on. Yeah, yeah, you got the call in. Um, at the end of the train here, the caboose. Uh, but uh, I these these are questions I don't bother asking myself honestly because. I think I think I tapped out of some of the the bigger foundational questions about Mario lore when they turned Toad into the species versus a unique individual. I was just like, all right, like now now you're saying Mario is supposed to be from Brooklyn, okay? As portrayed in the, he's supposed to sound like Captain Lou, and if you're not gonna do that, then like I I don't what what's the point in even having Mario lore if we can't. Us, uh, hold ourselves to these principles. <laughs> yeah, ba- Bowsette, Bowsette doesn't make sense. Okay, well, ne- neither neither did Mario sounding like a, a a whimsical, whooping Italian man rather than a gruff professional wrestling Italian man. But you know, speaking of Captain Lou, why 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 
did Peach steal um, Toadette's thing? Or wait, is is that what happened? Okay, okay. So I've I've sort of worked this out through the chat. Okay. Uh, uh, Peachette is Toadette when she gets like a a crown. There's some okay. sort of a power up that's a crown that makes her look like look like Peach, she's, and it, it works she, with sort of the. She, she's wearing a skin Peach suit. What? However, power ups in Mario work. How? Okay. It, 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 when is Tanuki Mario wearing a skin Tanuki? We don't know. Okay. Uh, is Mario in fact that kind of a man? I guess. I these, these are the questions no one else else is asking. Heil. Mm-hmm. Okay. But so 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 the caller's problem was the the mean character that we call Bowsette. That name doesn't make any sense because. Toadette is no longer involved in the combination at all, but her name is still there. So, so it, 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 Bowsette is Peach becoming Bowser, or is it Bowser? Ba- no, Bowsette is Bowser becoming Peach. Okay, okay, okay. Or at least, or at least wearing the. It, it's Peach's form acting as a power up for Bowser. Got you, but got but you. Pe- but people call it Bowsette. You see. I Even see. though Toadette is not involved in this combination. We've removed Toadette from the equation entirely, but her, exactly. her name lingers behind. I get it. All right. Well, perhaps because there's no, I mean, how do you combine the names Bowser and Peach? Beach. No. <laughs> Bowser just sounds, I, I don't know. It sounds like some sort of like ale or something like, um, I, I don't know, but to speak to Captain Lou, sometimes girls just want to have fun, Josh. And mm. sometimes, mm. sometimes you just want to put on a crown and become the princess of the Mushroom Kingdom. Sometimes Bowser just wants to have fun too, and that's that's what he considers fun. And who are we to judge? He loves Peach so much, he just wants to wear her flesh. We've taken too many calls, dude. Holy shit! Yeah, so you know. I, I, I one of the one of our fourteen callers, well thirteen, because because um, Traveler of the Stars double dipped. W- one of our callers said they feel just more relieved than hyped, and I I, I bring this up. I'm going to make a Tolkien reference again. I'm sorry, but I think this is a better analogy than the hospital one that seemed to put everyone off. <laughs> you know, I feel like the hobbits at the end of Peter Jackson's Return of the King. So, if you're not familiar, I don't know, are you familiar at all with Lord of the Rings, Josh? The only time I ever attempted to watch Lord of the Rings, my my, my family rented it, and, and we watched it, and it was one of the only movies I've ever fallen asleep during. So, not, I would not say I'm familiar. No. I, I, I used to not understand, like, Middle Earth or even High Fantasy. I've eventually gotten into it as I've aged, but mm. I, I really like, like the world of Tolkien and, and I, I love the movies and um, like hobbits, they're, they're, they're home buddies. They're, they're people who really just like hanging out at home in the Shire drinking. Okay. Now that is relatable to me though. Yeah. They, they like drinking. They like eating. They, they like the simpler things in life. And so mm-hmm. when the hobbits, the four hobbits of the Lord of the Rings trilogy, the, the fellowship of the ring, when they go on this grand adventure um, to liberate middle earth from the forces of evil, you know, 
what what they really want to do is just get back to the Shire, just like Bilbo in The Hobbit. He just wants to get back home and resume his simple life. He just daydreams about drinking, you know, ale and and smoking weed, and you know, just just getting back to you know enjoying life. But the the adventure they go on is so grand and so transforming and so dramatic that when they finally get home, they finally get home back to the Shire. It's just not the same. Like they're relieved. I see. They're relieved, but they all f- kind of like look at each other like we just can't enjoy this like we wanted to because we've been through so much. And that's the way I kind of feel now. Finally getting Diddy Kong and Mario Kart 8 Ducks. Of course, I'm ecstatic and I'm relieved, but with an emphasis on relieved because it was such a journey to get here. That mm. and the fact that it happened at you know nearly the last possible moment, and it's just been nine years of this. I I can just only like sigh and and kind of grin and hold up my tankard and take a swig. And that that's the way I feel right now. Of course, when they actually come to the game, when Wave Six of the Booster Course Pass is actually added. Um, it's, it's going to be a, a fresh round of excitement because, oh my God, I'm actually getting to play as Diddy. I'm actually getting to play as Funky. I'm driving around these tracks I played nine years ago when I was lamenting that Diddy wasn't here and I'm finally having it come true. But at the same time right now, I'm just, I'm just tired. I'm just tired. So, yeah. So, it, it, so the hobbits are kind of like Rob Van Dam in ECW then. Okay, and at the end of the movie, they're more like Rob Van Dam when ECW comes back in 2006, and it's just not the same anymore. Like you, you thought you wanted this, and you do want this. You're not. It's not that you're not excited about it. It's just that you've changed so much and you've come so far, right? And you need to take the fall for Sabu, so he doesn't get fired. So now you're in big trouble, right? And then you know, so yeah, okay. Well, we're just gonna have to accept the big show gets the title, and that's fine. Yeah, you know, Mm because CM Punk is coming into ECW, and I've heard great things about CM Punk, and you know. And then, you know, you flash forward 13, 14, 15 years, and then CM Punk's coming to AEW, and you're like, oh, man, I can't wait. For and CM boy, Punk. you think you want it, right? You it's think it's you the want same it. thing again. You think, because you waited so long for CM Punk to come back. It's been, of course, like he, he's been gone for, what is it, you know, a, a decade or more. And it's like, oh, my God, he's finally coming back. And you think you want it, and then you finally get it, and it's not what you were expecting. Diddy Kong is old and he's tired and he works with fucking children. And he's a jungle boy too, which Oh shit. This has been a File 2 production. Terrico.